0: Hello and welcome to Nest of the Ghouls, a ramjack retreat into madness. Hey, this is where Alex normally takes over, but I I, I wouldn't be able to do that. Yeah, no, because no, Alex Alex is still Alex
1: is still lost. He's it's very sad. He's 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 uh, who knows who knows where he is. He's lost. He's trapped. He's without he's without a phone. He's without a calendar. He's just hoping that someday he will get back to the people and the places (laughs) and the podcast and the house in Westchester that he calls home.
0: No, if you truncate silence, it's going to ruin that.
1: Yeah, yeah. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put it back in. I'll put, it, I'll put all the silences back in. I'll put <laughs> a, a a proper quantum leap of silences back in. Yes, Alex is not here, but Chris is here. Thank you for joining me. Chris, how are you doing?
0: I, I, I'm i doing all right. I'm, I'm sad that once again, I've been robbed of the chance to play Alex Bingo. Uh, yeah 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 we tried we i've got got my card here it's got escape. it's got all that to say and it's got sudden change of opinion to match yours nice nice (laughs) sorry (laughs) i would never say this if he was here but alex i love you loads but i'm a very sarcastic bastard (laughs) when i get the chance of course of
1: course and a coward listen listen if we can't talk shit about our friends who can we talk
0: shit about lots of people but But you you already know I'm ignoring a friend of mine who's having a drug relapse because it's very annoying. <laughs> <I> <laughs> I'm mean, being a bad guy. Hey, listen,
1: listen. I, I, as I, As I said before, and I'll say again, boundaries. Gotta and have she, proper boundaries
0: in life. She's out having the party. It's fine. She's yeah. she's the one leaving a big trail online that could be used against her and have her kids taken off her. And not me. Oh, boy. Uy always fun, always fun
1: um, I I just want to say everyone, yes, yes of course I'm drinking from an appropriate festive uh, little boo tumbler of course I am but also, I realized, and I and I held this back. I held this back because I also realized I'm also surrounded by Halloween Horror Nights drinking paraphernalia. Uh, because I I also still have my my uh my uh my regular uh, water cup uh my from last year's event just happens to still be on my desk, getting ready for tomorrow night. Um, got that one. And then I realized, oh yeah, I've still got the the blinky uh my blinky uh, uh skull mug. <laughs> Oh god since we
0: recorded it and I because I forgot it was here. All I've got is a very boring super sparrow water bottle. Hey. Nothing wrong with a water bottle. Slightly spooky, massive kilner jar that I could have filled with something green. Nice, nice. You're gonna put bit- some amazing props in there. Yeah, put some fetuses in there. Very Hell World. Aye, right, aye, right. friends. We will
1: be talking about Hellraiser, Hell World in a bit. In in total, including a lot of. We'll be talking a lot about Hellraisers because I've been dipping in. It's a fun time. It it is a fun time. Sometimes. It's, I yeah, think
0: this is one of the fun ones.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is I. I've had a lot of fun Hellraiser experiences. It's like last year. I and I think I messaged you this. I was like, oh, well, last year I watched The Puppet Masters and I made it through all those. And then as soon as I sent that, I was like, no, I didn't. I didn't make it through all the Puppet Masters. I yeah. stopped when we got to like the the more current Nazi ones. And then I jumped ahead to Thomas Lennon uh, romantic lead. Wow. And then I didn't watch the one after that. That's not connected to that. I think it's quasi connected to the other ones but also starting a new thing or maybe it's just another unrelated listen i got a lot of puppet masters that i haven't finished but who knows i will say this starting as of 5 p.m today i'm on vacation so i can do whatever the fuck i want until next tuesday four days off four days off
0: splendid earlier in the year i watched uh six of the i think eleven children of the corn films but not not in order I finally, after years of knowing of its existence, watched Children of the Corn 3 Urban Harvest, which is excellent. It's great Nice.
1: I I never got, I mean, I never got into those because I I watched the first one the same night I watched um, Fire in the Sky. Mm. I rented both of those films and me and my cousin watched, we watched uh, Children of the Corn together. And then she went home and then I watched Fire in the Sky alone and then my power went out.
0: <laughs> oh, well, that's a good time for that to happen. Uh, anyway, bo- both films that are kind of dull until something happens, particularly in yeah. Fire in the Sky. Although, when I, I rewatched the original Children of the Corn, having had quite a poor memory of it mm. and liked it a lot more than I okay. thought I did before, it's very sort of Wicker Man style folk horror. All right, maybe. But American, you know. Again. Maybe I'll dip back in. I used to have it on VHS, and it was one of the few horror films I had alongside, say, Halloween 5 oddly just halloween five nice Uh, so i know i watched it a lot so as a teenager for some reason i guess i didn't think it was dull and then later i thought it was dull in my 20s and 30s now i've quite enjoy it again fascinating you you can see why i didn't enter into a a career in film criticism yeah, yeah, yeah. Also, since I basically enjoy almost everything, something's got to be really going for it for me to just say no. <laughs> I'm yeah. not doing that again. I will say I
1: saw my favorite movie over the weekend. I saw Pearl, the sequel oh. to
0: X. I, I, I'm i longing to see Pearl, but uh it's, I'm gonna have to wait for it to show up.
1: It's so fucking good. It's my favorite fucking movie. I'm not gonna say anything about it. It's mm-hmm. completely wildly different than so. If you saw X, didn't like X, liked X, doesn't matter. See Pearl. I can promise there will be a, a true true crime episode about it at some point in the future. That's good. Um, I know I made claire She watched it today, so I'm gonna make Tammy watch it because I, it's a perfectly fine horror movie that Tammy can watch. Um,
0: oh. but it's fucking brilliant it's like the all the awards all the awards so i do like x a lot and i presumably well they they filmed it in secret didn't they pearl at the time they were making x yeah so like he must ty west must have really known he wanted to have uh, Mia Goth be in this other role, because otherwise, why would they have done the weird casting thing they did in X of having yeah. her as the old lady as well?
1: When I saw X, spoiler alert for X, and at this point, it's not—it doesn't even matter at all.
0: It doesn't I mean, even really matter that because it's not the same. No. It's not like the same character with time travel. She's no. playing a different person.
1: But I was going to say the at the in credit scene, post credit scene of X is basically the trailer for Pearl.
0: That's fantastic.
1: And when it played in the theater, I was like, that's amazing. But I was like, is this a joke? This isn't real, though. But, yeah. oh, wait, no, this is a movie that's coming out in six months?
0: <laughs> okay, fine. In that case, I'm going to assume you're aware of Maxine oh, with yes. three X's. Oh, yes. Because <laughs> they're doing that
1: shit again. I can't fucking wait.
0: I Pearl- But like, Pearl...
1: I, like, Pearl transcends everything. Goth mm. is the greatest actress. No one else is allowed to act ever again because she won. She's the greatest. When you see it, I, it's... Her, it's an amazing performance she's so fucking good Mm. i i love it i love it it's my favorite it's the best it's the best movie everyone see pearl see pearl like i was i was i've been trying to see it for a while but you know busy times finally luckily it was still in the theater i don't know how much longer it will be if it even still is but if you can get to a theater see it
0: oh it's so good
1: i love it I, i'm gonna
0: have to do that i saw orphan first
1: kill how was that
0: <laughs> it's great nice <laughs> i don't know what you feel about the first one or if you've even seen the first one
1: i think i did but i don't even remember it
0: there's it's an unusual choice to bring the same uh, actress back <laughs> to to play the child um, years later without saying too much about either of the films uh and like, there's a suspension of disbelief mm-hmm. <laughs> at work here, um, but it's it's just a lot of fun. I've, I'm trying to like steer people towards it without ruining anything, particularly ruining the first one. Sure, sure, sure. But, but the first one has got basically it's got a for twist in it, and you go into the second one going, well, I know the twist now, and it's a prequel. So what are they going to? They pull a fucking different twist on you, and it's great, much better. Nice nice I I don't, I don't know if they could keep doing this <laughs> I just keep having uh, Isabel Furman play the uh, the child character throughout her life <laughs> I don't even care if it doesn't make sense anymore because she's very good yikes
1: I'm sorry I just I just popped onto Twitter and saw that apparently Ezra Miller has pleaded not guilty
0: to felony burglary charges I, I i hope that means it's because he's pleaded guilty to absolutely everything else yeah
1: i i this uh, this says uh, they could face 26 years in prison so mm. convicted oh,
0: and hang on wine back I said he didn't I and I should have said they and I apologize to everyone uh, it's
1: completely understandable I'm currently recording a quantum leap podcast that I've done much editing of myself so hmm it's it's a mistake we all make, and we try to
0: do better and move forward. Um, Absolutely, and and we do try to do better. A yeah. lot of people don't try to do yeah, better. We don't be obstinate assholes. Yeah. <laughs>
1: oh, I mean, how? I I mean, I, how 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 could anyone even understand this bizarre naming convention?
0: <laughs> it's a it's a. <laughs>
1: <laughs> there's yeah. a woke mob after me
0: <laughs> it's a it's a it's a plural name form oh, someone's Jordan on the Peterson. phone for you what did they want oh shit i did it i did the thing <sighs> I... I tell you i i'm loving quantum leap new quantum leap it's really good it's i had it's... very i had many many mis- a misgiving about new quantum leap but it's doing yeah. a good job it started but... fine and it's become good I fucking hope they do that nine eleven episode. Oh, seriously. it would be the equivalent of the JFK episode. Yeah. But I'm trying to think if it was if it were if they were doing the full quantum leap thing, obviously he can't stop nine eleven happening. <laughs> I don't know how well you remember the JFK thing. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah <laughs> I just remember yeah. Addison the hologram saying to Ben, Don't you remember in the original timeline they got the Chrysler building as well? <laughs> amazing oh. in the original timeline
1: they took out trump tower as well oh oh no
0: ben what did you do also it erased all the amazing future tech we used to have in the late 90s yeah and now everything's sort of kind of weird this apple Macs just look pretty normal now it's weird not that we have a frame of reference for that
1: yeah yeah More i wanted f-
0: to explain that uh, yeah,
1: yeah. I got I a lot of questions. I had a lot of questions. got a lot of questions. A lot of questions. A lot of fashion questions. But good show. Good show. I enjoy it. Guys, yeah, oh, check f- out f- Calavici fo- Fashion
0: Cast. I forgot to have fashion thoughts about Hellraiser Hellworld. I guess we'll see how it goes. Oh uh, yeah. I I I. Uh, I also don't know who lost. I'm pretty sure I know who won. Oh yeah.
1: Well, I I I. I spoiler alert, friends. Um, I watched it not too long b- um before now. Just finished it probably about I don't know half an hour before we started a call. So mm. it's all fresh in my mind but also also blurry in my mind so we'll figure it out as we as we get there
0: also listeners of the podcast will be happy to know that i don't have an encyclopedic knowledge of this one nor have i made any notes so i won't be pulling up every Twelve seconds to have a forty-minute-long diatribe about an obscure fact. Ah, uh,
1: we we love obscure facts, and it's all good. It's all good. Listen, this is this is a casual vacation episode because I'm on vacation, and it's very nice. Already feeling very peaceful, very relaxed. <sighs> got no emails no people asking for things mm. nobody saying hey uh can you do all of this extra work for me for an audit no oh,
0: no can't i can't because i'm not at work <laughs> the auditor no <sighs> that's how uh, raise a judgment wrong wrong how was i feel Oh, i i, I um, yeah I haven't got We've got, we got a new Prime Minister and a new monarch. That second one's a new one on me.
1: Yeah, yeah. How's, That's how's, not happened before. How's all those terrible people with terrible jobs?
0: <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't even officially begin until somewhere next year when his coronation happens. Well, it's plenty of time to get his pen fixed, so... Also, before he moves into Buckingham Palace, it needs £396 million pounds worth of refurbishment, apparently. Hmm those fucking corgis they, they did a real number on that joint <laughs> they should have burnt them to warm the place I'm sorry I got confused because of the increasing gas prices here and massive energy bills so I was I was equating it with having cold homes over the winter that said it's October and I'm sitting here with a fan directly on me because for some reason it's still bloody hot so uh, yeah,
1: I yeah I feel you I feel you uh, it's, it's supposed to be yeah you're sl- in Florida though that's a different matter yeah it's supposed to be slightly cooler here actually this is going to be like the coolest day in six months i think tomorrow so uh mm, i'm very excited for it i'm very excited i'm gonna go to horror nights uh got friends coming into town on thursday so get to see them at horror nights get to do all that that's gonna be fun uh it's good times good times i love it i love it
0: don't you go out after dark death stalks the streets of Whitechapel. You may have heard whispers of Spring-Eel Jack, but between you and me, the name's Ram Jack. Now, how How could could I know know that? that?
1: I have a couple of things. I mean, we're going to get into a lot of Hellraiser talk tonight, of course. But sure. before then, obviously, we, there's some things we want to talk about. One, Chris, I've got some great news. I mean, I you know, I know things are difficult over there in the U.K. All mm. these new people with their dumb jobs, like, I fuel prices, insane. But I've got great news for you. The local to Orlando make-your-own-pancake restaurant is reopening. Oh no, oh god, excellent! Now, I can tell you this for sure because I think there was like some weird glitch in like the Orlando Sentinel News app so that I got the same notification for this article about this restaurant six times in the past two days. And then I I, I it, it popped up on Twitter as well. And I'm like, I don't know. I didn't know we had a restaurant that was apparently being refurbished for a couple of months. It was very popular where you make your own pancakes at the table, but apparently it's a thing and people are excited about
0: it. Did it say, "I'm not ticked off that the make your own pancake <sighs> restaurant is opening." I I'm ticked.
1: I'm like I'm ticked off that this is a concept for a restaurant. Because, I, let me just say, I I, I get it. I, I get that, you know, if you got a family, you know, kids like to help in the kitchen. I get it, I guess. It's fun for kids to do that. And I mean, listen, I love a hot pot restaurant, sure. And I understand that they've probably, they've got all like the, the things you can you can put like berries or like chocolate chips or whatever. You know, whatever you want. They've got the different syrups. I'm sure that's very nice, but like, I just feel like I'm perfectly fine with somebody else making pancakes for me because it's a restaurant. Mm. I don't need to make my own pancakes at a restaurant.
0: That sounds like bullshit. I do love going to a restaurant and finding most of the work hasn't been done for you. You get yeah. prawns with a load of the stuff still on. I was like, no. <laughs> I just, like, make your own pan... Like, that does not... I get I see for
1: kids. I'm sure it's very fun for kids. Hey, Billy, yeah. All right, pour it in there. Yeah. Oh, put some berries in. Yeah, put those chocolate chips in. Sure, yeah. There you go. You made it. Good job. I get it. You don't have to wash dishes as well. That's. I'm sure that's great. <clears throat> Pancakes aren't hard, and I don't want to do that. Like have they at
0: least called the restaurant Batter Up?
1: Oh no, it's not even a good restaurant name. I I know that for sure. Um let me just let me go let me look it up. No, I don't want to go to ticked Off. I know that's what you think. <laughs> Thanks a lot, Chrome. I do go to this for other oh, I usually go to the app for the news. Um pancake um uh De, De Leon Springs Pancake Restaurant reopens. Is that the name of it? De Leon De Leon Springs? Um after some much-needed renovations and a change in vendors, the beloved restaurant at De Leon Springs State Park has reopened for guests. What's the name of the restaurant? The restaurant opened Monday morning as breakfast enthusiasts trickled in the door following a five-week closure, during which the historic building got a new roof and upgraded some bullshit. Uh, ba ba We've designed the- what's- Old Spanish Sugar Mill is the name of the restaurant. Oh so that's that's good (laughs) old spanish sugar mill i mean it's just like a restaurant it's got like a griddle in the middle of the table you make pancakes i like i'm sure i i just like why are you telling why am i keeping getting all these notifications i know it's a glitch but i also think this is the dumbest restaurant (laughs) like of all the do your own thing this seems like the worst one
0: yeah
1: (sighs) like what if you burn your pancake like
0: Tough shit, that's user error.
1: I mean, is it like a, you get like an unlimited, is there like a big, just a, like a giant carafe of batter and you just... (laughs) It's gotta be. ...make your own, I guess, yeah, it has to be, right? Come down,
0: down for the bottomless batter! I don't know what accent that was, but it was better than... you can eat batter, Yeah, Better than, uh, better than Victor Maguire as the cop in Hellraiser Hellworld. I
1: mean... (laughs) Well, the pancake recipe did not carry over from the previous vendor. Diners commented on the thickness. Our volume of five-grain pancakes, a change they saw as positive. It okay, was great, sorry. commented Constance Johnson, a neighbor of the state park. The pancakes come up thicker. They taste good. Everything is great. They've got some learning to do because this is different from a normal restaurant, said Lewis Johnson. We'll see where they are after the first of the year. They're listening. They're willing, they're listening. They're willing to hear from guests and make adjustments. I—I I mean, adjustments. How about you make me some fucking pancakes? This is a restaurant. That's astonishing. I just—I—I I, I mean, it looks very nice. I'm sure it's a nice place. I just—I
0: fuck you. Just fuck you. I <sighs> used to have a um, jacket potato restaurant called Spud. You like? I <laughs> would imagine Thanks. going there and getting being given a potato and a hot plate. <laughs> so, there you go.
1: <laughs> Figure it out. Yeah.
0: <laughs> oh, I just. Hey, do you want to talk about creepers for a second? Oh, I've, absolutely always. I would need to ask you if you ever caught up with the or if you had any interest in the Netflix Jimmy Savile documentary while we're talking about British monsters. Oh, I I'm I don't I haven't I don't I haven't seen it, but I'm not gonna talk at length about it, but I think I I, I know a lot of British people British people who watched it and they went, Yeah, we knew all this. But I don't think we're the target audience. Yeah. I think what it what's hard what it's hard to make people outside the country realize are two things. One of which is how fucking famous this guy was yeah. to us and the extent of his crimes. And there's two episodes of that Savile Doc. One of them is about how famous he was, and one of them is about the extent of his crimes. It's very in depth and upsetting. All right,
1: all right, I'm going turn. Me to dip into that. Me to dip into he, that.
0: Like he he had he had the ear of the royal family. He had his own key to a, a hospital ward. Mm. He had he had ac- yeah he had access to at risk prisoners because he do he raised a lot of money for the hospital. He had a, he had an amazing disguise. But the thing I've always said about Jimmy Savile is he had the biggest disguise of all, which was he looked like a real fucking creepy weirdo. And you you always think, well, if someone looks that much of a creepy weirdo they can't be a creepy weirdo because they try and hide it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and like, that is that is uh, some mm. bizarre psychology, but it worked for him for decades. Gee. Yikes, yikes, yikes. And his entire life, people would make jokes about it, but they were generally considered to be jokes because of how much of a weirdo he was. Yeah. And he would he would join in those jokes as well. He say, is, "Is it true, Jimmy? You used to be an amateur wrestler?" He said, "Yes, I'm feared in every girls' school in the country." Oh, oh boy! Oh, oh Indeed. no! And uh, th- those, as pe- as the kids say these, that that hits a bit different. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. So that's a that's a, a grim but slim recommendation for when you're feeling bold. Nice, nice, nice. Uh, yeah, I may have, to, may, may have to dip into that.
1: Right, uh, I, I, I'm still behind on the last two episodes of Frogger, hide in my house.
0: So. I, I've only seen a couple of episodes of... The, is it Frogger or Frogging? Sorry, Frogging. 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 And uh, the, the one from the 80s with the Girl, she was like, she was always like, hey, I was boy crazy at the time. Oh. And like, it was someone she'd, she'd like, she'd given her number to and then forgot all about it. And she met him once at a party. And it was yeah. like, no, I, I'm not into him. And then he was living in the house. That is fucking, that's movie length. Oh yeah, no, that
1: was, that was a good one. That was, yeah, that was one of the best.
0: I'm just thinking you, you have her narrate it and at the end. She says, what can I say? I was boy crazy. You call the film boy crazy. uh mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that's fucking fucking mega you have a you have your sort of yeah 80s flashback
1: and what i also love about that one is the father's like don't bother me at work yeah because i because now well, i just a
0: surgeon or something
1: wasn't yeah he? no he, he was like a hotel he worked at a um oh, he was like a, a hotel, hotel right. desk manager um i just love it because now i'm just in my mind i'm just inserting uh um um the the uh the black phone father <laughs> As that guy,
0: you wear the the director of the Black Phone also directed Hellraiser Inferno, Scott Derrickson. No, uh, yes, also the director of Doctor Strange, the first <sighs> one. I I mean. And and sinister with Bagul. Oh, I so I'm just a big fan of his then. Okay, it uh, it turns out yes yes I, you are. I am.
1: I that's I uh, too new. He's well he's he's rad. It, well, but but Donnie Inferno. Uh, yeah, when when we get into the Hellraiser portion of this show, which is 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 coming soon because there's a lot of Hellraiser to talk and that about. Happened,
0: oh, well, after that there were three Hellraiser films in a row directed by a guy called Rick Boter. That's Hellseeker and shit. What's the other one? Deader? Do I even mean Inferno? I do mean Hell. Deader. Yes, you're right. Sorry. And Hellworld. Amazing. I also I also learned that Hellworld only existed because they they drew up a contract to do filming in Romania, cheap filming, and part of the contract was they had to make two Hellraiser films. So good, so good. So they made one. They made one immediately with, with talent who were still in the country. That's why Lance Henriksen is it because he just finished filming Mimic Three. Ah. Uh. Which also suggests you know there's a lot of we'll get into it. There's a lot of Saw type stuff in Hellworld, uh-huh. and it's credited as coming out in 2005, and Saw came out. Out in 2004, but the copyright notice on this is 2003, and that jibes with when Henriksen and that would have finished filming. So maybe it was just there was a, some of the other torture porn stuff was in the air and it just picked up on a vibe. I, it makes 2003 makes I, we'll talk about fashions but 2003
1: mm. sounds just about fucking right I tell you it's only the fact that, that uh,
0: we're skipping ahead it's only the fact it's got those uh, Nokia 3310s in it that mark it out as not I, being from 1998
1: yeah yeah well, it's because I, it, I, I graduated from high school in 2002 my 20 year high school reunion is, is uh, this weekend maybe that's where Alex is Alex is at the high school reunion um, mm. sadly couldn't make it wanted to but I was busy being on vacation, so I couldn't make it. And by vacation, I mean just hanging out at home um,
0: and not going to Tennessee. So in 2002, I was 25.
1: <laughs> it was yeah, my 15th yeah. wedding anniversary the other week. Congrats! Yeah. But yeah, 2003. Yeah, we're right. We're right there. My first year of college. So like this movie, like it, it felt. It felt. It felt of a time that I knew all too well.
0: Hmm. Anyway, Um, sorry to have dragged this into Hellworld chat too early. Let's
1: let's not open that box just yet. Let's not open that box just yet because I've got some news. News, me do. Friends, if you take this simple little survey from Creepy Hollows, you can save 40% off. Um, now I did check because I was like oh my god what's on their survey what are they asking about now they're mostly just asking about their new website is this so,
0: 40% off bindings
1: or yeah 40% off um, and I'm just like I would love to crunch the numbers but um, i that's not the best thing in this email so don't worry about it survey you can save money if you're interested in saving money which also means you're giving these people money so I, I don't know about that don't know about
0: that but buy an incantation that allows you to summon the deity Cadmon I'll, I'll give you all the money like let me summon Cadman. Let me learn more about my dear, sweet Cadman. Bring Cadman into reality. Just like, <gasps> Cadman, man, what the fuck? Cadman, what's, what's your the, deal? What's the deal? Cadman Keys! I, like, and
1: I, I, I mean, if Dan was here, he could tell you. I know I just, that was, well, that was the episode of Ramjack I released before the most recent one. Um, mm. Two episodes back, I re- it was the one where we talk about the Guam graduation.
0: Yes, I did hear that today, I,
1: finally. I couldn't, and I still can't get that out of my mind. I think about it so ever since we recorded which was a few weeks ago now, like, it just pops into my head and I'm like, what the fuck was that story about and i like i've there's been a million times especially at horror nights where we're in line and i'm like why were they talking about dvds that the, everyone was gonna get in guam why was it about guam
0: what is this story uh we're not going to guam yeah
1: I, uh, mm. I i i just can't, I can't stop thinking about it but we got something Little brand jeff, new jeff fahey invocation for everyone there nice nice Brand new Creepy Hollows. Mm, Over 100 plus new pre-bounds looking for keepers and spells waiting to enhance your journey. Pre-bounds looking for keepers. We're rehoming spirits now. These are used (laughs) spirits looking for their forever home.
0: There's a spirit housing crisis.
1: (laughs) Pre-bounds. Pre-bounds. Guys, this shit is made up! What are you talking about, (laughs) pre-bounds? Hey, um, just so you know, I can't- I can't take care- I can't take care of this leprechaun spirit anymore. I need to- I need you guys to take it in and find it a new home.
0: What? I'm, I'm, I'm spirit downsizing.
1: Like, What? How, like i what how did this happen did someone come to them and say i can't manage all of my spirits did did someone say i i'm dying of cancer i would like to bequeath my spirits back to you like i need to sell them back i'm having financial troubles could you could you could you buy my spirits back at half the price like what's <laughs> what, what? Are they they just trying to, like, make more money by selling half-priced fake spirits? Because these people are obvious insane grifters. I don't know. I want to know how this marketing decision was made. Pre-bats.
0: It's a a spiritual mystery. We'll never know the true answers.
1: Like, this is insane.
0: Unless we summon Cadman.
1: Cadman! I mean, of course. Also, you can get a free Shanti stone right now. Who wouldn't? Is that wa- like a, a sea Shanti? Um, that this is a ritually infused amulet which contains the bindings of the Shanti ritual! Exclamation point! It is a ritual yes. which brings a powerful connection between you and the future. So, H- so here be know. the
0: words of the Shanti ritual: blow the man down, mm. <laughs> yo ho, blow the man down. Also,
1: all month long, 75 to 90% off all discountable items. Now, they don't, but I'm going to put an asterisk there because I don't trust their 75% being 75%. So, oh. um, also, there's a Halloween category where they're offering stuff. And, of course, BOGOs. We got BOGOs. The legendary freebies have returned. Claim Buy your one, BOGOs get one, now. What?
0: oh is it just buy one get one yeah yeah but plural like legos which
1: well bogos you
0: got multiple (laughs) bogos
1: you got a lot of buy one get one Mm. buy a shanti get a free shanti buy a leprechaun get a free leprechaun buy one of those weird sex spirits that really sounds like human trafficking i am
0: kind of worried over here we tend to go with buy one get one free or bog off Mm, that's no fun oh it is because obviously people also like to say oh bog off to tell someone to go away as I bog off it's the same thing I mean
1: I I will say I agree with Alex that I hate when people say bogo Mm. it's awful but because it does annoy Alex so much I have begun to embrace it so it's (laughs) I mean I can go either way but I, just, I mean, I, we we I get, get just annoyed
0: say. by by Legos, plural, so I understand where he's coming from. No.
1: Oh, no, he just doesn't like BOGO. He doesn't like the BOGO saying BOGO.
0: Oh, what a shame. I, I, mean, I, I hope he doesn't listen to us saying BOGO a lot. I mean, I, it's a BOGO bonanza, so, you know. Sorry,
1: you gotta deal with it, motherfucker. Maybe no, you should, uh, uh, Listen, maybe wouldn't it have said BOGO so much if someone had looked at a calendar properly. I Figured your shit out. I
0: and mean, this is a BOGO no-go.
1: Hmm
2: across oceans of time
0: to find you Um, I also saw Creating Rem Lazar, which I, yes, I'm sure I sent you a link to. You did, you did, I've downloaded it, I'm very, very curious. Have you seen a, like a trailer for it or anything? No. Shall I briefly explain? Sure. It's a 48 minute film that I'm still not sure what the intention of it was. Some claim it was meant to be like two episodes of a failed TV show or what? But I don't know, I think someone just tried to make a short film, and it's a it's a film about the wondrous power of imagination, oh, wow. and how two children could dream of the same guy, but who isn't Freddy Krueger, and then build him out of a mannequin, and dream him to life. And th- much of the film is a man in a skin-tight uniform, hanging out with two kids, and um, singing. There's singing in it. One so- of the kids is dubbed, one of them isn't dubbed, and the other one definitely should have been dubbed. Oh, boy. <laughs> so and where was this film made long, uh where when both well i can tell you there's definitely a bit of it in new york city okay um in
1: my if one for some the reason in bits. my mind i i don't know where this came from but i just thought this was like some weird indian movie or some other like foreign thing that the,
0: the front cover of it does look like yeah you would yeah, see I can a like a foreign language film that's trying to uh, trick trick an audience right, right. into get uh, renting the video, that, like that's of uh, the vintage it is. Um, I'm having. I got to say, 1987, yes, because it's the 35th anniversary 80, edition. Oh, 89 is what sh- comes up on Plex. But I'm going to yeah. say 89 is when it came out, but it was ah, made in 87. That makes sense. A bit that like makes sense. It, it's a bit like Hellraiser Hellworld. <laughs> it was mm, made two indeed. years before it came out. Okay, I'm,
1: yeah, I, I, I'm... I'm
0: and you may have now seen pictures of a uh, Jack Mulcahy as Rem Lazar himself. Oh, amazing. I'm I'm excited. I'm excited. And it's all for the hunt of a, uh, his his quixotic medallion, which is the thing that will make him live more than a day. And it's uh, it's hidden at the highest point of human imagination amazing and that there's a there's a fantastic bit where two children argue as whether a building is taller than a mountain or not and they they both agree that like each other's opinion is correct <laughs> even though mountains are vastly taller than even the tallest building I'm sure there are some short mountains but there's some fucking tall mountains amazing amazing I'm looking forward to that so the thing I, the thing I sent you is closer to ninety minutes because there's also a forty odd minute long modern day documentary about the making of it tacked on the end of the video file. I'm guessing you haven't seen Halloween ends. I haven't seen Halloween kills. I didn't see the last one. Okay, I, you almost you almost don't need to.
1: Yeah, I the I've never and I, I I've never been huge on Halloween.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I like the first two solid, of course. Well, solid. sorry, the first three. First three solid movies in general. Of all these franchises, I... <laughs> nice. Love it. Love that season I, I... of The Witch.
0: I am big on Halloween, but I I don't mind people not being. Yeah, because that'd I just, be
1: weird. Because we're going to obviously be talking about all these franchises and whatnot, and this is a season to talk about these horror franchises. I mean, the problem is the horror franchise that I got into first is Nightmare on Elm Street, and I stand by yeah, like it's good. It's just fucking good. Like it's it's the. I mean, while not being consistent is clearly the most consistent and the most fun. I, I entirely agree.
0: And I, I think Halloween is absolutely the least consistent, but it's still my favorite.
1: Yeah. I mean, ha- Halloween, especially j- you're just looking at quality of making a movie, like, the original Halloween is a solid movie. Yeah, not off. Um, Also makes a boring as fuck haunted house. <laughs> yeah, because not much happens. I just, well, here's the problem, and I think we may have said it before, but I'll say it again. The problem is Horror Nights has done Halloween a few times, like I I've been through at least three Halloween houses since I and I've I mean like I've lived here less than ten years. Like I've been <laughs> going to Horror nights, you know, hardcore, you know, for six years, and at least half of them, at least half of them, had at a Halloween house. I I want to say I've been through the original Halloween before and they're doing that one again this year. They did a Halloween 2 house one year. They I think they did um like the the like 2018 or 20 whenever that the first of the these new three. 2018. Think, yeah, 2018. They did that one. I so I've been through a ton of them and it's like um uh, fine I guess if you're really into Halloween I'm sure it's
0: great but I just what w- what would make a good one is Halloween Kills. Because like it's nice. nonstop lunacy, and um, they aren't joking with that name. There's a lot of killing.
1: Okay, all right.
0: Um, but yeah, the one this year, it's like I like. There's the
1: fun where you're walking through like they, they've got like the sheets hanging on the line, you walk through, and then there's a Michael Myers. Ah, mm. um, like I think there's a Doctor Loomis that pops out at one point that startles you. Mm. Um, but the one in Halloween too, there was a great Doctor Loomis in in that house that year. Like it's very good. And I think that was, of, the, of all the, the Horror Nights Halloween houses, I think that was the best. So, I, but I was just never, like, I, it was never, I was never the one I was into as a kid. I, <sighs> Nightmare on Elm Street first, first and foremost, always. I, the Jason, like, the Friday the 13ths were on a lot. Um yeah. But most of those are just wildly boring. That's the problem. Like, there's, like, two that are,
0: like, fun to watch. Like, uh, part, part six, right? Yeah, Jason lives. Yeah, yeah. And part five? The the one with the spoiler, spoiler, spoiler. I feel free to spoil It's not Jason for most of the film. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's yeah, some yeah. other
0: guy in a Jason mask? Yeah, yeah, that's fun. Um yeah.
1: I, and like I, I do have
0: love for Takes Manhattan because it's stupid. It's very stupid. It's also one of the. It's one of the first ones I saw, which helps. And also, yeah. I got a soft spot for that um, darkest side of the night by Metropolis. That opening song. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that's a good I love Moody. Sorry, I, I'm overjoyed because digging out one of my multiple copies of Halloween three there means I found my uh, Blu-ray of Hobgoblins. Nice. <laughs> Not even the riff tracks Hobgoblins, which I've also got. Just oh. the just fucking Hobgoblins. Nice. I'm insane love it.
1: I, uh, yeah, I I and also I feel like the thing is, like, also I think about, like, the ones that were on TV a lot when I was a kid, like I feel like, uh, Jason Takes Manhattan was on TV a lot. Nightmare on Elm Street 3 was on TV a lot, which is, like, quality, like. That is a good one. Um, and I feel like as we'll talk we'll get to it in a minute Hellraiser 2 and
0: 3 were on TV a lot I feel like as a kid 2 is a strange choice to have because well, 3 is a kind of a crowd pleaser yeah silly, silly film Two's just fucking weird yeah because it, it attempts to have the pretension of the first one but it doesn't do it quite as well and it breaks its own rules yeah 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 by having Channard be able to remember who he is and start quipping immediately the doctor is about to operate oh so I, I used to not like Hellraiser 2 but it, it's grown on me over the years, yeah, it's a fun and one, and also the the early scenes of skinless Julia wandering around a pristine white apartment with bandages on, just leaving blood streaks everywhere. Fantastic it's imagery, love it. I um, I yeah, I I, I know
1: that uh, me and Alex, we watched all the all the Friday. I well before Alex moved up to Cincinnati, I watched all the Nightmare on Elm Streets again. Like I think my freshman or sophomore year, like I, that's when I was buying them on DVD um, oh. when DVDs were were hot commodities. And it was like, oh, I gotta, I gotta go through the bin at Walmart and try to find uh, Nightmare on Elm Street Five. It's the one I can't find for some reason. Um, it's a boy. Ah, the gutty, such a goodie. Um, and I watched all of those, and then when Alex moved up, we we watched all the uh, Friday the 13ths and I think we did the first two, maybe three
0: Hellraisers. Hellraiser just wildly different in tone. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. As I as I've learned, <laughs> yeah. Ramjak's suffering will be legendary, even in hell. We've had, we've had a different Prime Minister again look at Liz Truss I was going to say unelected but like we never elect Prime Ministers is not how our system works sure 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 but um, they're picked by a tiny fraction of the um, party without an election and this is our third one of those in a row like we did have a general election for Boris Johnson that did help him retain like his position as as Prime Minister and Leader of the Conservative Party but we like Theresa May we got because everyone else gradually dropped out of the leadership race until it was just her left, <laughs> so she didn't even have to be like picked by um, like eighty thousand Tory Party members or however many it is. She just became the Tory Party leader. Good times.
1: I mean, uh, you know, I'll say at least you guys. I mean, we picked like Donald Trump and Joe Biden. <laughs> like, mm. like at least you got an out.
0: <laughs> you, yeah, it's a weird excuse because you know how it works here, right? We we yeah, just yeah. vote for local We just vote for local. Um, council and then the more of those there is that that changes the the position of people in the houses of house of commons and then we have a parliamentary majority and those the, the leader of that party becomes prime minister and it's it's kind of weird that we don't get the chance to vote for prime minister and that's sort of actually one of the ways the tory party works well in they're quite good in local government <laughs> sometimes, for particularly for people who are like wanting to be strong on crime and things like that. And a lot of people are because they don't want the house broken into. <sighs> um, but luckily, I live in a a, a liberal Democrat majority place, so there, I can vote pretty much however I want. And they're they're not getting in here anyway.
1: Nice, nice, nice.
0: Uh, the word li- uh, the word liberal doesn't quite translate here to mean the same thing as it does elsewhere. But um, still a slightly centrist position, but still <laughs> more to the left than the Labour Party. The Labour Party, the Red yeah. Labour Party, uh, is now. I say that, I actually don't know what they stand for, because fucking they're, they're a... <sighs> Yeah. The, mm. Anyway, sorry, I'm I'm not the best and most clued up political political commentator, but uh, I know what I know what I don't like. <laughs>
1: yeah, 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 yeah. I um I know that tonight there was the one and only debate between Marco Rubio and Val Demings, who is running for Congress right now, mm. and. I mean, those are two terrible people. Um, Like, Val Demings is the Democrat, in quotes. Mm -hmm. Um, She's a former cop. Her husband is the mayor of Orlando. Oh, nice. Also a former cop. Of course. Like, he only looks good by the comparison to the fact that, I mean, he's a Democrat. And because Orlando, obviously, it's a a city. So, you know, it's bluer, um, more Democrat than Republican. But, you know, cop. So... Also, Florida Democrat, is just, it's a Republican. Like, it's just the same thing. It's just, it's either, like, crazy, fascist, extreme Republican or, like, you know, Democrat, Republican. We've got, like, one good person, but Anna Eskamani, she's amazing. But local Florida person. Um, But the ads between Val Demings and Marco Rubio have been, like... Like, I know everything in America politically is more insane every year, but these, it's like all, like, Marco Rubio's ads are like, Val Dimmings wants to let your kids change their genders and (laughs) get surgery to turn into cats, and
0: like, (laughs) I mean, it's- Don't don't threaten me with a good time. It's, it's so,
1: like, like, the ads have been- from the Republicans are so wildly transphobic like they are going full bore like we're gonna kill all the trans people like that's the (laughs) thing which is really fucking scary as hell
0: and- yeah, that's, that's that's picked up a feral pace over here as yeah, well, you know. Yeah, and uh, I think we were in a rare in a rare moment. We, we, we were ahead of <laughs> we were ahead on some bigotry there for a bit, but it's it's spread. Yeah, yeah,
1: it's it's getting real bad. It's getting real bad, and fuck, we get fucking Desantis who's insane. Mm-hmm. Hopefully won't be the next president, but I don't know. I it's very bad. It's very bad. American politics are very bad. Very, uh, especially very bad. Like I, I, like as a person who's very pessimistic about American politics, I feel like it's
0: somehow worse. <clears throat>
1: so uh, yeah very bad very bad politics not good
0: right now it's it's funny you should mention that because one of the things I was talking about is I saw some news footage of like some some things that happened in the Boris Johnson cabinet Mm -hmm. recently and it's only been a couple of months I was like this feels like fucking ages ago now and weirdly the thing it put me in mind of is an episode of the series Masters of Horror which you may have heard me mention before it's a zombie episode called Homecoming directed by Joe Dante and it's a extremely the unsubtle uh, war on terror uh, George W. Bush nice uh, thing it, you it, the sort of thing where you can't go subtle because <laughs> you want certain be members of the audience to listen to it it's like the bluntest thing but when I first watched it it was r- pretty current and now it's like this feels ancient <laughs> in Oof. its outlook but I still recommend it it's about uh, dead zombies coming back to life to vote the dead soldiers coming back as zombies to vote. Oh, Sorry, nice, 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 nice. And uh, they don't name they don't name either of the parties, but you know who everyone's meant to be. It's very West Wing in that <laughs> regard. And um, <laughs> I enjoyed the spin that more dead soldiers haven't come back to life than have. So that is tacit acknowledgement of our party. They they oh. died in service. Uh honestly it's the it's the bluntest most i i, I this is gonna be singing here but i said in my quantum feedback that i enjoy simplistic lefty narratives like superman 4 superman 4 is that i'm gonna mm-hmm. get rid of the world's nuclear weapons and everyone at the un goes hooray <laughs> don't go uh soups, don't do that or leave us last will you <laughs> yeah uh and this is a, a simplistic lefty fantasy uh with zombies it's very enjoyable nice 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 and i saw a, a dutch film called the columnist <laughs> columnist have you seen a cbs series called evil no it's fantastic it's also very stupid okay um it's on its third season it's a fourth one coming actually it's not even on cbs now it's on cbs all access slash paramount plus i, can't, I don't know what is what over there and it's got uh, mike colter from luke cage okay all right as as a guy training to be a priest Asif Mandvi, formerly of The Daily Show, and a Dutch actress called Katja Herbers. And it's about people who investigate claims of demonic possession to see whether an exorcism is called for. Like, even if an exorcism is purely symbolic, the church doesn't hand them out willy-nilly. So they've got these three to go and investigate them. Uh, But also, it's got a wacky fucking sense of humor. Um it's by the people who did the good wife slash a good fight. Michael Emerson's in it as the main series villain. Nice. So that's wildly thing. And it's like a fully Catholic X-Files. That only deals with demon stuff. So it's a little bit millennium y as well. Okay, alright, alright. It's the, it's the closest thing to Millennium, I think, that is on. Now, uh, but
1: do, Cat- do they find out in roughly half the episodes it's just a Frogger situation?
0: <laughs> now, that's interesting. I'm sure there is at least one episode like that, nice. but I can't quite remember um anyway i recommend evil if you can watch it but the point i'm making is that Katya herbers is in it she's also in the columnist uh, which is a dutch film about a female journalist who gets a lot of abuse online and overreacts by killing some people um, and it, it's it's a very one-dimensional film it does it doesn't do anything clever but it's just a lot of fun to watch this, this woman go into like online trolls houses and chuck their laptops into their baths or hit them with hot frying pans straight off the stove I support it. Uh, and my favourite thing about it is that the Dutch title is De Kut Hore, which is literally the cunt hoor, or, like, the fucking whore. It's like just, it's a slang term there. And you think, they call it the columnist in English-speaking territories. That is not very interesting. But when you look at the poster, they've highlighted the C and the U and the N and the T in columnist. Amazing. Not in the film, just on the poster. And if you're, you're up for some Dutch subtitles... Uh, it's a way to go and I think that is it oh except I've also got the one and only written here which is a Henry Winkler film I saw recently um, directed by Carl Reiner I think and it's a Henry Winkler film from the late 70s uh where the love interest played uh deborah strode in halloween five or is it no no halloween the curse of michael myers the one with paul rudd uh and henry winkler plays a guy who is very annoying and he's always sort of on and trying to entertain people he becomes a wrestler and it's more entertaining than i'm making it sound And it's got a lot of wrestlers in it, including a barely recognisable Rowdy Roddy Piper, who's in it with short brown hair. So for a while, I thought someone had misattributed that role on IMDb. I had to, like, hold up, I had to put side-by-side pictures of him to confirm. I haven't really sold that very well, but that is it. Nice, 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 nice. Uh, It's in full on YouTube, or at least it was when I last looked. What's the name of it again? The One and Only with Henry Winkler. Alright. And I like Henry Winkler a lot. It's the sort of the most Henry Winkler I've seen in one thing. He's very tiring, but he's meant to be. Like, he's one of those guys who's like always on. Nice. It's
1: well, before we jump into Hellraiser times. I, I do have a couple of things I want to point out here. Um, mm. I just I just you know I think it's important to think about you know I, this little world of ours and capitalism and you know people people have careers, they you know they gotta pay their bills and eventually they retire. Um, and I just want everyone to know we're at the the end of a legend. Uh-huh. Rattlesnake Dave is retiring. David Ooh. Richardson, 75 years old, he's known as Rattlesnake Dave. He's been doing snake shows, um, and he will be doing his uh, final uh, performances um, at the Mississippi State Fair in Jackson, Mississippi, October 6th. So he's, he's done. He's done. He's been performing yeah. snake shows for over 30 years, and... Uh, and uh, this, yeah, this, will, this was his uh, final show. There's a quote here. I've never been bitten while handling rattlesnakes, Richardson said. I don't want to take any chances of being bitten, which is why I'm retiring. I am afraid of snakes, but I do what I must for the money. Richardson said he bought, he brought a fi- I'm sorry, what? Can we just, what? Like this?
0: I I gotta stop because I'm scared of snakes like what just, I, I realized it was it was a slow burn I, I like that's
1: wildly upsetting like the fact this man is like I've, I've only been kept doing this for the money and like there's an image that goes with this post where I'm like yeah this guy doesn't want to be like having he doesn't want to be handling snakes
0: uh, oh, I, I, could, I could see how terrified he is yeah,
1: yeah. I, I'm 75 I've only been doing this for the money uh, I don't want to get bit by a snake i've been doing it for 30 years i don't want to do this anymore what is our fucking world can we stop making this man handle snakes he's 75 let him retire in peace he's afraid of being bitten by a snake as he shouldn't be
0: mm. uh, so how long is it sorry how long has he been doing this 30, 30
1: sure
0: years I don't know why, but um, hearing the name Rattlesnake Dave made me think of my own uh, our own uh, weird folkloric figure over here, Purple Aki. <laughs> okay, that's a fake name. <laughs> it's, fake. Uh, it's not. Mm. Yeah, it's because uh, his real name is uh, Akinwale Arobieke. Oh, okay. The purple right. bit is fake, all so right, you're, right, you're not good. wrong. Yeah. Oh. And I, for years, I heard people talk about Purple Aki, and occasionally at, like, wrestling events, even in the US, you'll see people holding up signs. Purple ackee, Aki, A-K-I. was like, who is this man? So I found his Wikipedia page. And it's uh, Akiwale uh, Arobieke. is a British convicted criminal known <laughs> locally in northwest England as Purple Aki, a 6-foot-5-inch tall bodybuilder who weighs 22 stone, uh, 310 pounds, 140 kilograms. Uh, he became known for approaching younger males and striking up conversations about weight training before touching and measuring their muscles and then inviting him to squat his body weight. Uh, he's never never been convicted of a sexual offence, apparently. Uh, yet. Uh, in, in 2016, uh, BBC3 published an online documentary about Arabiaki called The Man Who Squeezes Muscles, oh. <laughs> Searching for Purple Aki. mm no, Nope, 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 nope that's no good that's i don't like that i don't like that and oh, he's that's who we have as a folkloric figure now forget robin hood it's purple lackey oof oof i i yeah rob I like, I like robin Hood better better guy better guy better guy
1: um i just want to say on the podcast publicly that i've never smashed all the windows in someone's car before that's Until not something today. i've ever done but every day I get a little fucking closer. Mm. Cause there's one fucking asshole that lives in my building that goes out of their way to park in the worst way possible. And I fucking I, like it they somehow take up two parking spaces in a way that is I, I feel it's it's it must be on purpose. Like they're doing this to spite me. And it I, I'm slowly going insane because every time i come home and this one fucking car is like taking up two fucking spaces i'm nope. losing my damn mind and like there's i'm i I've, there's so many times i've been like okay okay i'm not going to i'm not i'm not going to vandalize their car but hmm. i am going to go write a passive aggressive note and put it on their car like saying something like um maybe learn to park like a fucking human
0: you goddamn lunatic like I is one for the Twitter account YPLAC. I Are you familiar with YPLAC? No. It's uh, I me. Mean, it stands for you park like a cunt. <laughs> nice, nice. And it's it's literally just people sending in photographs of people like parking on the pavement, or you know, oh. often one car in the middle of four distinct bays. Yeah, yeah.
1: Like I, there, there aren't like there aren't clearly lined partitions, nope. but it's I, so see? obvious. Like Chris, I sent you a photo. I sent you, you a couple have? of photos, so, including one that I've marked up with notations of where humans park. <laughs>
0: so um, you have? Ah, oh, you're ticked off. I I just like
1: can you? I mean, clearly, like, look, you can see, you can see that clearly. Two cars should be parked where this one car is parking. I agree. And I should be the car that is closest to my apartment because I should be the only one parking next to my my bedroom window. And I park there fifty percent of the time. The other time, no one's parked there because there's a weird gap of half a car's length in between my bedroom window and where this motherfucker
0: parks. Hmm. So what you do is you either get one of those little glass hammers <laughs> or a spring-loaded center punch. I'm like, the, I, the rage I go
1: into when I pull into my fucking building and I see this, like, I I just want to say on the record, like, this has been going on for over a year. This person's lived here and been doing this. Everyone else parks like a human. When I get arrested for this crime, I'm justified. I need you all to come to my defense. I need you to, like, make sure this is introduced as evidence in my in my favor. Um, Share these photos. Get the word out there. Break me out. Because yeah. I am going to uh. lose my mind one day. I will have access to them. And I am going to fucking destroy this car. And anyone that sees how this car is parked will understand and I will be justified and
0: vindicated and made a hero. Uh, but legally i would like to make it clear that i wasn't genuinely suggesting you get hold of a spring-loaded center punch for the purposes of breaking a window without expending much force
2: Hmm. that was just a
0: that was just a joke parody 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 comedy comedy
1: comedy comedy podcast comedy podcast no no copyright infringement intended but seriously if anyone wants to start a bail fund just in case because i'm gonna lose my mind one day and I was listening. Like yesterday, I was listening to a podcast, uh, um, the the audit, um, and they were they were reviewing the George W. Bush masterclass, which is a thing. I was Fuck. listening to that while I came home can, and then saw what this. What
0: can that fucker teach you?
1: Oh, about leadership and nice. being the worst president in American history, which is quite the achievement because we had a lot of shitty ones. I agree. So I was listening to that, and then I see this shit, and I fucking almost lost my goddamn mind so i'm just saying i just want to get it out there i want it on the record that i did nothing wrong when i when the podcast goes away because i've been imprisoned for murdering someone (laughs) and also destroying a car like if i set a car on fire with a person in it like i was justified it's okay everyone should know it's okay i did a good thing i'm not a bad person i'm a hero just want just want it on the record want it on the record American hero Brad Couples. Just, just want everyone to understand, for posterity's sake, when I get the electric chair for what I'm gonna do to this motherfucker <laughs> when I catch him.
0: I was justified. <laughs> Any last words? I'll do it again.
1: <laughs> I would do it three times over, three times over.
0: So, just want to See say you that Disneyland.
1: Just want to say, just want to say, I was right. I was right. It, no matter what I say, if if the lawyer's like, listen, you you gotta lie, you gotta say you were wrong, you got you've got to plea. I won't. But if they somehow trick me to just know, just know I was right and I do it again and I'm proud of what I did. I haven't done it yet. But if I do it when I do it, if they catch me, I'm glad I did it. I'm fucking glad I did it. I can see the video here and he's not lying. I could see I can see the determination yeah, in his yeah. eyes. Listen, there's two people. I don't believe in prisons. I don't I don't I I don't believe in the criminal justice system. Except for two people. George W. Bush <laughs> You're and not this a motherfucker. Citizen, are you? <laughs> <laughs> that's Sorry. it. That's it. No one else. No one else goes to jail. No more prisons, except for George W. Bush and this motherfucker that can't
0: park. Only two. Sorry, I called you a sovereign citizen, Brad. That's not. Yeah, that's, that's, uh, I nearly said Freeman on the land, but that's our own variant of those insane bastards.
1: Oh God.
0: Um. Actually, you can't. You can't. Uh, you can't try me in this court because of the the yellow
1: tassel on the flag. Uh, means that I am under maritime law, and uh, I have our, not our sold dis-
0: my name as a. That's oh, so fucking weird. Our one is something to do with Magna Carta. I mean, and at The least, wording thereof. At least Mag- that's a thing. Like. Oh, well, that's true. I can like, confirm that the, the signing of the Magna Carta was a thing yeah. that someone signed. It was a thing.
1: And also, it was in 1215. So, like, it's a thing with historical precedents, as opposed to these sovereign citizens that believe in this weird maritime law that's never been mm. in effect as governing America. Mm. I got so much power. Rapjack. All you have to do is pay. Friends, we're gonna delve into the world of Hellraisers. Now, yes, mostly we're going to be talking about the film Hellraiser Hellworld, but I just want to, like, because I've been working my way through them. Um, much like I watched many of the Puppet Master movies last year, <laughs> uh, this year I've watched many of the Hellraisers. Now, yes, I've seen one, two, and three a fair amount of times, so I haven't watched those recently. I, I've i definitely seen four a fair amount of times because that one's real goofy, real fun. Alan Smith, an Alan Smithy film. Isn't yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. Oh. We- Adam Scott's in it. Yes, Adam Scott's first film role, like... And he's great. He's he's just a delight.
0: Where does where does Hellworld land for Henry Cavill? Because we haven't mentioned oh, yet that he's in God. It. it. He's little baby Henry Cavill. Little Bobby Briggs Henry Cavill. Oh, it's
1: wild. But I, oh, fuck, I gotta, I gotta pull, I gotta pull up my Hellraisers now because I'm like, which which ones? I'm getting them all mixed up now. Because I have watched. Some of them are very easy to mix up with each other. Um, Don't fuck yes, everyone. they are. I so I watched. I, I dipped into Inferno while I had the flu, so I watched I watched all the old Mummy movies with Caris, um, or Caris, you know, if you're a person watching those movies. Mm. Um, I watched I watched those, and then I watched Hellraiser Inferno, and I was like, oh, you know what? Hellraiser Inferno is a good movie. Now it's basically Mulholland Drive with Hellraiser.
0: <laughs> And I think a lot of your mileage is how much you enjoy Craig Sheffer, but I think he's fine. Yeah, yeah, I think he's fine. I think he's fine. um Now it, it gets a little too like I don't know. It gets like a little Christiany, which I don't like when Hellraiser gets Christiany. It's the um, thing is uh, the whole thing is the flip side of Christian mythos. I'm I mm-hmm. really like Christian stuff being told being used as the basis for horror movies because yeah. it's wacky shit that we oddly accepted to our everyday lives, and they ask us to swear on Bibles in courts yeah. and stuff like that. Um, but it's got all this that is why I liked like the second season of Millennium, mm-hmm. which delves into it as, as just as a, a vein to pull stories from yeah. and to go there's some weird fucking shit in this book I don't know if you're aware of that but the thing about it is particularly from 5 onwards is they turn they turn pinheaded to a kind of moral crusader mm-hmm. he comes up to punish people who've done bad things and that was never his fucking scene yeah like Hellraiser is literally a film about someone misunderstanding kinks yeah like oh I've heard these these the puzzle box but also you could summon these guys who like really love to party. <laughs> and they love to do some kinky shit and it turns out their kinky shit is f- Far too strong for you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but, so they just don't. They someone who doesn't understand their their level of pleasure. Uh, so it, there was there was never really a moral element to it. But this one, it's very much like you're you're a bad guy, and now I've come to I've come to take you to hell. Yeah, <laughs> pretty much. And he says like, "Welcome to hell." In it, and they never called it hell in the first one either. Exactly, exactly. So I
1: I'm I, I'm not, not loving that so much. But I, I like I but I feel like when did Mulholland Drive come out because i feel like this is 1000 percent
0: mulholland drive but hellraiser fucking hell you know what i should know that 2001 yeah i think you're right and it there's there's whoa. not much in it whoa so this
1: came out before this came out in 2000 inferno came out in 2000 Hellra- and mulholland drive came out in 2001 i would not have guessed that mm. i really thought this was like we're gonna make mulholland drive but make it hellraiser
0: mm. well inferno as i said is the scott derrickson one yeah i don't know who wrote it um, a figure who is involved with in the films from here on in, in um, terms of designing Cenobites and things is a guy called Gary J. Tunnicliffe. He's on all of them, and he's really in charge of the two that follow Hellworld, the two Ashcan movies that were just made to keep the rights mm-hmm. that weren't really meant to be seen by people. But they were the, also the first two films in years that were just made as Hellraiser films. They were always going to be Hellraiser films. One of them particularly, you can tell there's nothing else it could ever have been. Nice. Uh, but it's not that good. Okay. But the one afterwards, Judgment, I really like. <laughs> it's bizarrely comedic.
1: Nice. I'm ex- I'm excited. I'm excited to get to those. Mm. Um, because I'm almost almost through my little journey with 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 Pinhead and the Cinnabites. Um, which by the way, I there is a Cinnabon at, at Universal <laughs> Studios, can, and like they serve Cinnabites. I'm like, oh, it's right there, guys. It's right there. Like you you guys, your biggest event is Halloween Horror Nights. Put some Cinnab- Put some Cinnabites at Cinnabon giving out samples. It's- like, you- it's- you're printing money.
0: Like, please, give- have Cinnabites (laughs) giving out Cinnabon bites what's even weirder is obviously it's it's not a word that um Clive Barker created. It's like you know, it's a very old word for some member of a holy order or something. Mm. <clears throat> but that is the reason why most people know the word set up by. And I think because the original Hellraiser is, a British film <laughs> that they turned into an American film, uh, not massively convincingly. I don't know if you're aware of this. Oh, yeah. Yeah, of course you are. <laughs> I think that's why people say, even even in the US, a Cenobite, because I reckon it, they would say Cenobite.
1: Ah, interesting.
0: Otherwise, I don't know if you would agree with me as a genuine American chap. I Yeah, that would probably... But I mean- think of xenon Gas... Or xenon, yeah, xenophobia or xenophobia. I know those are X's, but it's a similar linguistic thing. Yeah, I, you're probably right. And so that would ruin the entire pun. Yeah. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Um, then you would have to have uh, the John Cena branded snacks, Cena bites. I mean, and you can't see those.
1: Hey, hey, you can you can ha- listen. They they film wrestling at Universal. Um, there's they a do. Fa- there's a, a Fast and the Furious ride. We could have John Cena bites. <laughs> <laughs> with a cinnabite, <laughs> I listen. I just, I, I, I really want it to happen. But Inferno, I like it. I like it a lot. I think it's a better version of Mulholland Drive because Mulholland Drive is, you know, David Lynch fucking around.
0: I, again, it's before he gets I'm, too, he gets too free to fuck around, but mm-hmm. it's right on the cusp. I, I think the only problem with Mulholland Drive is believing that there's deeper meaning to it. Yeah. Whereas i think lynch does very well with dream logic just i he like i go i like that this connects to this in this film and that's you know just because they're edited together that has created some kind of continuity between them there's a word for that effect and i can't remember what it is um or a name for that a name for that effect um but people will always like the room 237 shining people yeah if that had heart- <laughs> that, that cannot have even a quarter of the stuff in that people have read into that film. Yeah. Also, another interesting one because obviously that was filmed in Britain that people say room two three seven and not room two thirty seven, which is another thing I would expect an American audience to do. Yeah, definitely. But they say room two three seven in the film, and so everyone says room two three seven. Uh, I think I've always this, I, I think honestly, I think in naming that movie, I think I've said two thirty seven. Yeah, or previously or, or, because that's how you would yeah. that's how you would normally say that number or two hundred thirty or we would say 237 I'm Bizarrely interested in these tiny quirks of oh, yeah. the different, to the, the transatlantic change in English. It's fun stuff. It's fun stuff. I mean,
1: every once in a while, I'm pretty sure Claire's just making shit up, though, so, like, I, I don't know. Like, I think she's oh, just no, making no, up I've something.
0: listened to those, and uh, no, she's not.
1: <laughs> no, 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 no. I know you guys are in on together, but, like,
0: I'm pretty sure she's making up some of You're, you're gonna have to test us on things in, like, some <laughs> kind of scenario where we cannot confer.
1: Uh, I, I know you guys are doing some kind of
0: weird, like, secret shit. I I know what's up, but oh. also like she doesn't remember pop records that I remember from the or at least I, that I'm aware of from the number one on this day. Also that you've you've dropped that uh, that Ringo Starr gag that needs to come back. Oh yeah, no, I, I remembered that the other day. I was like,
1: oh damn it, I got to get Ringo Starr back in. And, and I, uh,
0: <laughs> I yeah, and I'm I meant to, to do I'm meant to ask him my feedback. Never Yeah,
1: mind. I, that and No Noses Children. I like I literally put a <gasps> note. Like (laughs) to mention No Noses Children and Ringo Starr, and then I forgot to do it.
0: No worries. I, you know, you got plenty of time, unless it gets cancelled (sighs) mid-season. Sixteen episodes. It's a,
1: we're we're getting at least wait no I think it's eighteen episodes. They've that are okay. that are actually we're getting at least eighteen episodes now. We finally I got to know number. if the
0: safety's off mean they can go into the future. I'm
1: hoping. I'm hoping. <laughs> um. So yes, Hellraiser Inferno, good movie, and that's when I was like, you know what, I'm gonna keep going the, because guys, the main goal is that the new Hellraiser was about to come out, um, and that was like, well, I want to see that, but let's watch some of these other ones, you know, in the meantime. So Hellraiser, <laughs> Hellseeker. Now, if Inferno. Was Mulholland Drive, but Hellraiser. Hellraiser, Hellseeker is Hellraiser Inferno, but what if it was Hellraiser, Hellraiser Inferno again? Because it's the same
0: movie, but not quite as good, but kind of the same shit. Well, he's not a cop though, is he? But um, also Kirsty is back, sort of, from the first one. Yeah, yeah. He's not a cop, They're but he's, tankers. like, hanging out
1: with cops. I'm mean, because he's getting interrogated by cops all the time. But, I Al- mean, it's the same it's thing, like... Um, and I guess I, I'm going to spoil these because these aren't good movies, and you're not watching these because they have amazing, brilliant plots to work out. Oh, well, yeah,
0: obviously, and we're going to yeah. be spoiling Power yeah, 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 Hellworld yeah. anyway, so we might as well do but the a lot.
1: both of these movies have the same plot in that in that hey, what if a guy was secretly in hell and he didn't realize it and he's just trying to work out this mystery of what's going on. Oh, but flip side at the end, oh my god, he's in hell! But you're watching a Hellraiser movie. You see Pinhead. You know what yeah. Pinhead is. Like, like they, there's no reveal that the guy's in hell. I mean, sure, it's
0: a reveal for the character, but like yeah. It, in in both of those ones isn't it? It's is like they open they open the variously named puzzle box and then from that point on it's a kind of psychological torture dream sequence, right? Yeah.
1: Well, Hellseeker like it, that's happened like way before. Like it's like we're already Oh right, we, we're we, already we, in, we the hell, in situ. Yeah. So, but, like, we're getting flashbacks, and it's, but it's obvious, like, yeah, oh, he can't remember. He can't remember what happened after that car accident. Yeah, yeah, we know what's happened. Like, it's not, a, it's not a surprise. Like, you're not M. Night Shyamalan. You're not even M. Night Shyamalan, let me say, because M. Night Shyamalan is not M. Night Shyamalan.
0: No, Jordan, Jordan Peele is M. Night Shyamalan now. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. And I, I love M. Night Shyamalan, but, like, <laughs> even old, which is nonsense, as you <laughs> so know. So
1: dumb. So fucking dumb.
0: <laughs> um,
1: but a fun time. A fun time. I'll, I give yeah. him that. And I think we said it when we talked
0: about it. Old it, is a it, uh, fun
1: movie if you're talking to the TV.
0: Yeah. And I, I know you don't care so much about this, but like his, his use of camera placement and camera movement. Love it. Nice, nice, he, nice. He, he, he frames things unlike anyone else. All
2: right, all right, all right. All
1: right. And I, I will always stand up for Signs, because Signs was wildly terrifying. Spooky aliens. No, thank you.
0: Mm. I have forgotten everything i was watching something no oh it was that quantum leap episode again that i thought was going to turn out to have the same twist as a different episode Uh uh a different m night Shyamalan film for a while and then of course it wasn't that But i don't want to ruin that one because that is quite a good as those twists go nice
1: nice nice
0: um but yeah hellseeker uh, hellseeker The reason I I got confused in being a cop is because it's uh, Dean Winters who's Brooklyn Nine Nine every so often. Yeah, it's like a a real dickhead duffo.
1: Yeah, Hellseeker, a lesser version of Infer. Like they made the same movie but dumber, and then they tried to tie it into like Hellraiser like mythos. They bring Christie back for like a second.
0: Like, because they were still getting big audiences here. They were Dimension, but even though they went, even if they were in the straight to video, they did very well. So they threw some money at it, and it's Dimension Films, which means you're going to get Weinstein (laughs) names in the credits. That's just going to happen. Yeah, yeah, the, the, the scariest Hellraiser of all. Mm. But um, so they they were they were kind of the Blumhouse of their day, and they doing big sort of big releases of horror yeah. things. But they had a very specific kind of glossy, yeah, post-scream I, horror.
1: And here's a question, and I maybe it's just that Clive Barker was trying to have something else. How did Lord of the How did Lord of Illusions not get made into a
0: Hellraiser movie? I do not know, uh, but yeah, uh, because that that is more clive barker related isn't it it's is clive yeah. barker's lord of illusion i think technically legally he probably couldn't or absolutely didn't want to okay all right that makes sense the same with nightbreed all right. all right all right which i've just remembered has got craig sheffer in. <laughs> oh, nice. it
1: all comes together nice i mean i i always loved lord of illusions like that is that is a creepy dark
0: movie that i watched when I, I was way too years. young to see bacula again isn't it yeah oh yeah I haven't seen him in much creepy shit, apart from the Curse of Tahoe Tep, the, uh, oh. the Quantum Leap episode that freaked me out. So, so good, so good. I was going to say he a young'un, but I was like 16, maybe, at the time. Nice. That's a goodie, it's a goodie. Um, then we get to Hellraiser Deader. I said this is the most obvious of the this was going to be a different, like, a standalone film. Yeah. And I, and, called I,
1: and Deader. When I started looking at these Hellraiser movies, I kept seeing, like, that this was, like, like rated, like, one of the absolute worst ones. Oh, it's like, great. No, I, it's very good. And also, we're starring Carrie War. And I'm there. Mm. I'm there. I've been there since she was on Sliders. Forever and always. My heart is with Carrie War forever. I love her.
0: Uh, people to this people listening to this might think deader is a stupid title and it is but like it literally means more dead like, it's people uh-huh. who are dead, but come back from the dead, who are still dead, but are more dead than they were before, but are still alive, but they're dead. Yeah, yeah. And that was going to be the film, right? But they put Pinhead in <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they Yeah, they, they jammed Pinhead in there unnecessarily. And lots, lots of British character actors. So Mark Warren on the sex train. Oh, the fucking Phil sex Phil Rees from Being Human. I can't remember if Phil Reese was in The Last Columbo, or if that was Matthew Reese, or if that was someone else entirely. Well, I'm just going on the massive bend here. And um, the, the editor who sends someone to Romania, by the way, yeah, they, they justify the use of Romania by setting it in Romania, which is not a thing that happened a lot with this stuff that was filming in Eastern Europe at the time in like, Romania and Prague and yeah. places like that. And the gu- that guy, Simon Kunz, who, who I don't know if you've ever seen Four Weddings and a Funeral. <laughs> no. There's a famous clip of it saying, you know... <laughs> There's a guy talking about his girlfriend. I think it's going to be ruined if you. I'm, I'm not going to do it justifiably. If you've seen the film, he's the guy who goes, uh, she's no longer my girlfriend. She's now my wife. And it's very funny in context. No, but no, I can't no, no. provide that context and make it funny, I'm afraid. It's oh, cool. It's oh, all cool. It's a movie and, uh, I've had plenty of time. I could have seen. Said no nah, thanks. I'm okay. No, I understand. And I don't know if you had a chance to see it. I saw. I sent you a, a sketch he was in in a satirical British show called Brass Eye. Yes. Where he, he played a U.S. senator who who, who would impulsively masturbate. <laughs> Send us a Dale Lee Agsby. (laughs) It's good. It's good stuff. Nice, 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 nice. But yeah,
1: so I I was very happy with Dead Air. I mean, it was a good time. There were some some good creepy moments. I mean, it's clearly, yeah. I mean, barely a Hellraiser movie, but I'm okay with that. I'm okay with that, especially at this point, especially after Hellseeker. I think Hellseeker, like, Hellseeker is just fucking bullshit. I'm pissed off about Hellseeker because it's it's not as good as Inferno and it's trying to be the Hmm. exact same movie.
0: I think the the thing is, with all these lot, is they all started life as other projects. Yuck. But I feel like Deader is the one that got the furthest along being its own thing before someone went Hellraiser it. <laughs>
1: Yeah. I mean, I could honestly see that they had made a movie and they were like, uh, let's, let's, hey, uh, guys, this, uh, some funding fell through. You think we could go back and do some reshoots, put some pinhead in here and... Uh.
0: Yeah, I, I don't know what, at what stage he was put in. The thing with Hellworld, which is coming up, which obviously it's based on an unrelated short story. I don't know how that short story goes because I can't find it. But by the time even of the first draft of the script, they were like, we're doing this as a Hellraiser film, so they put Hellraiser all through. It. Obviously, you couldn't add this amount yeah, of yeah, Hellraiser yeah, yeah. to it later. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, it's yeah. We'll, we'll, Whereas I mean, we'll, with we'll Deader, you absolutely could do that. Yeah, you could. Um,
1: and I'll say, Deader, like, Deter Dead had some great scenes. There is a bit where like she's investigating um she's a reporter and she's trying to investigate this whole kooky situation and she goes into an apartment with a dead body and she's trying to get this like envelope <laughs> and she's trying to reach around this dead body and there's flies and she's like clearly mm. grossed out and she's trying to reach it, and she doesn't want to touch it and like It's so good. It's such a good scene because I'm like, yeah, I don't want to touch a dead body either. And she's just trying to reach around this. And it's like so upsetting. And it's just a woman trying to reach for an envelope around a dead body. And... I don't know like so much better than anything in
0: Hellseeker, <laughs> it's good also the the other scene i remember and you'll probably remember know exactly where i'm going with this was when she gets undeaded does she wake up in a bathroom with a knife in her back yeah and yeah. like it's just in the wrong position for her to be able to grab it <laughs> so she, she cuts she, like, she's not in pain or anything and it, it comes right through out the front as yeah well. so there's like five minutes
1: of her like like in the bathroom like freaking out and then like how the hell do i get this knife out and she like tr- like like wedges it like in like a closet like it's i mean like she's carrying that fucking movie because she's a hero and amazing and i love her um forever and always um but yeah good stuff carrie war she 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 makes the film she's great there's, there's some good stuff happening in that movie, despite the fact it's merely a Hellraiser movie,
0: which is fun. It's a whole scene that reminded me of another more obscure thing, which I'm, I'm genuinely stopping myself from talking about because it's, nice, it's nice, not nice. that interesting.
1: Um, and we're about to go into Hellworld, but before we go to Hellworld, I haven't seen um, Revelations or Judgment yet. I'm, I'm, I'm going to get to those because I have seen the new Hellraiser that mm-hmm. just dropped. And you know what? New Hellraiser, very good movie
0: i certainly enjoyed it i think i'll enjoy it more uh on a repeat viewing i i don't think i gave it the fullest of attention for mm. one thing i like it i like it yeah yeah we got a yeah we got a lady pinhead now deal with it, motherfuckers i do uh, sorry uh the, uh the priest i think yeah like...
1: yeah the priest yeah yeah sure whatever pinhead we all know what that is come on
0: jamie clayton i always knew she was gonna be good i always knew she would do a weird voice because yeah. her, her, her normal voice is a bit unusual anyway
1: nice Nice, but no, I really liked it. And also, it's the it's I mean, the only Hellraiser movie that sets up some rules that it sticks with within its own movie.
0: Well, the the, the right this thing about the the box for one thing. Mm-hmm. I read the Hellbound Heart, the novel. The box is the Le Marchand configuration, mm-hmm. and like, obviously they you get mentioned of Marchand in this, and they made me, the merchant Marchand in Bloodline, mm-hmm. the history. But in all the other ones, they just call it the Lament configuration uh, instead of the Marchand. On configuration, I thought this doesn't, uh, except in Hellworld, where they once was the Lamont configuration, yeah. which I think uh, means it will summon former Chancellor ex Exchequer Norman Lamont.
1: I thought they were going to um, summon Lamont from Sanford and Son, and then, <laughs> well, then he, then he comes out fun. and calls you a dummy. <laughs> Sorry, his dad comes out and calls
0: you a dummy. Yeah, <laughs> I'll race up featuring Red Fox. Yeah, that would be great. Uh, <laughs> I got such I, I, sights to show you, you stupid fucking dummy. <laughs> but new Hellraiser made the lament configuration a thing that made sense. Yeah. And all of the other shapes of the thing having their own names. Yeah. Because and I never, I never really liked Leviathan stuff in Hellraiser two. But I tell you what, if you're a Hellraiser two guy, this new one is the fucking film for yeah, you. Yeah. It's Hellraiser two all over it.
1: Exactly. Yeah. And I, I enjoy me some Hellraiser two. So. Hmm. It was very good. It was very good. I enjoyed it. And I, I yeah, and I obviously a new movie,
0: don't want to give anything away, but I i like what they did at the end. Thought it was a good ending. Yeah Yeah, that was a um no, I'm not gonna say the thing I was about to say. I will say that at some point, but I don't wanna connect the two things. Um i, I do like the the Cenobite body design. It's yeah. sort of the leather thing. It's just like nude People who've had like skin strips taken away to form patterns yeah, and things. Yeah, very upsetting. Uh, the, the mask, the one who's just like a bunched up face with no eyes. <laughs> stuff. Yeah, really shit. Uh, nice to see Goran Viznich in a thing unexpectedly. Was that? Um, he plays Voight in it, but he was—is uh. he from ER? I, I have, I've, and he played Nikolai Tesla in um, the Doctor Who. Nice. I don't know if you're still watching Doctor Who and in the Jodie era. I'm not. No,
1: that's fine. Listen, you stop Except doing a podcast. I I stop listening.
0: Okay, I'm no, watching. That's reasonable because I like, I I didn't realize that was the reason you were watching. I, so that's cool. Yeah, that was it. It was it was purely for you, friend. I was like, well, that's nice. I'll, I'll I'll keep watching this cuz like, then I can listen to a podcast. Sadly, they, the show did actually pick up a bit right after we stopped doing the podcast. No. But never mind. I uh, maybe it maybe didn't pick up for you. <laughs> I, that's the thing. That's the thing. And that what is honestly what's the most
1: fascinating thing to me about Doctor Who is how as a kid how much I wanted to like it and mm. how I I cannot bring myself to have strong feelings about it. Yeah. It is. And I've, I've said it a million times. It is an absolute neutral neutral show to me I Mm. don't feel strongly for or against it 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 like like water off a duck's back to me
0: I think the last time I remember being excited about it was the Zygon Mm two-partner in the Peter Capaldi stuff where he had this fucking diatribe about you know how world powers it should fucking negotiate because it's gonna be the thing you have to do in the end anyway to to curb wars and stop further bloodshed you could do it earlier and stop even more bloodshed that is my one positive tick in the doctor who column no worries i i wish uh, um... i
1: wish i hated it or i liked it And as a kid i wanted to like it so much I wanted to like Doctor Who so much as a kid. Like in the 80s it would come on PBS at like weird times and I was like, "Oh, I know that this is like like a big famous like sci-fi show." And I I like sci-fi shows. Like I'm into this. I like old like sci-fi serials. Like I like anything like this should be my thing. I don't get it. <laughs>
0: that's fine the the older it's a it's a totally different show really and the pace of the older Mm. ones is different and i know you had a go with that colin baker one but that's not highly regarded by a lot of people either yeah oh it's sad it's Um, sad but it was revelation of the daleks i I quite like it but hey you know me i quite like most things it's all good it's it's feel free feel feel free to enjoy whatever you enjoy i enjoyed this new hellraiser (laughs) it was a good time indeed and also they intended for people to see this one as i said with revelation it got like i think it maybe got one showing that the the cast and crew got to attend because wow. they they legally had to make a theatrically released <laughs>
1: eraser movie it's it's like the opposite of that batgirl movie <laughs> like- <laughs> yes like it's a movie they were forced to it was a movie they were forced to make and show one time as opposed to a movie they're like oh yeah we're gonna make this a movie and then no we have to destroy this and no one can ever see it
0: i got confused because i was like wasn't it batwoman batwoman was the tv series yeah
1: yeah. uh r.i.p batwoman show that was a fun show
0: yeah I, i i fell off it i'm afraid but i did like it and i liked both iterations yeah of it I don't know if we can talk about this. Season one did something that happens a lot with heroes and villains when they're male heroes and villains that you get less so with female heroes and villains, but they did it anyway. What, what was, wait, I don't, I don't remember. What was the... I'm going to I'm gonna spoil. Yeah, back. It's a, it's back, yeah, back. Yeah, they turn out to be sisters. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. No. Yeah. And but like uh, she's uh, um Alice she stays in the series, yes. right? She, yeah. cuz she was fucking great. She was amazing, absolutely amazing.
1: Like it, like I I know that and I, and I the, the you know the new Batwoman that took over, she was great as well. Um mm. but like they could have just had a show called Alice and like it would have been fine. Yeah, agreed.
0: So I yeah, I should catch up with those cuz I was a big fan. mm mm-hmm. Mhm yeah it was good it was good
1: and yeah and her story was yeah throughout amazing and i oh boy yeah yeah i wish i wish they could have kept it going somewhere but whatever they did not um but yeah i'm definitely definitely i'm looking forward to to finishing off these last two hellraisers that i have not seen
0: Yeah, I I feel like Judgment was another Ashcan, like, keep the rights movie, but they seem to try a bit harder on it. But also, like, it's got genuine comedy in it. Nice. (laughs) Dark comedy. But, like, you laugh at a lot of it, and you're meant to. And the pinhead they've got is slightly better than the one in Revelations. Where they they did, I I was going to say they showed the script to Doug Bradley, but actually, no, I don't think they showed a script to Doug Bradley, because they didn't have one. But he was just like, no, I don't feel this is a serious continuation of the franchise, so I'm going to bow out now, and he'd already been in some poorly regarded Hellraiser films, so if he's saying no, yeah. it's a bit of a sign to you, but you've got to make it. So you grab the weirdest looking Swede you can find, have Fred Tatasciore do the voice over the top of it and there you go and in fact i just realized judgment's got a really interesting ending that will never be followed up because we ended up in a new hellraiser timeline but as a halloween fan i'm i'm, I'm used to that happening yeah of course of course but with that i think we
1: should talk about hellraiser 8 hell world we should Lance Henriksen's in it <laughs> I mean I I knew I knew going in he was in it and I was very excited and did not disappoint at all cuz he he raises the bar of anything he's in
0: and we, yeah with this would not be a effort. movie this would not be a movie without Lance Henriksen I agree. Um, I, I saw him recently in a, a, an action movie called Stone Cold from like 1991, Ooh. where he plays the head of a biker gang. Oh, snap. It's very, uh, he's got long hair, he smiles a lot. And I said to my wife at the time, "Was like, for a guy who very rarely modulates his performance, he's really chameleonic. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's usually to do with how much his character smiles and seems to be having fun. <laughs> that seems to be the 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 extent of the range he puts in, and he's he's always unmistakably him. You can't it's you can't you know, he doesn't disappear into a role. It's always Lance Henriksen. Yeah. But for some reason, he just works for a lot of things. Be it this, or be it uh, biker guy, or be it android, or
1: well, it's like I think and I, I I always argue when people when people like try to say that somebody's a bad actor in something and like, well, if a really good actor can make anything better, I tell you that is bullshit. like if you have a bad hmm. script, you cannot like you it, it is not an actor's fault if they're working with bad material. and yeah, like you can't if something's genuinely bad, there's nothing you can do now. I do recognize there are actors that can take any material and elevate it. And Lance Hendrickson is absolutely one of those people. He sure he is. He doesn't he doesn't make this good, but what Lance Hendrickson does is he fully commits to what he's doing. Like he's ne- he's never he's never not he's never half-assing it. Like he is like, no matter how weird or stupid like the part is, and he's been in a ton of terrible movies. Agreed. Like, and, like, he's always the best thing in them because he's never, he's never fucking... A Nicolas Cage. Nicholas Cage, like, he oftentimes commits or overcommits, but also there's a ton of times Nicolas Cage phones it the fuck in.
0: Yeah, agreed. Like, I know you didn't watch, um spider-man into the spider-verse because obviously you you don't deal well with animation but apparently when he he plays spider-man noir in that he's the voice of and apparently in the studio he's like how should i play this should i play it one way or do you want full cage and they went full cage please and then he proceeds to not give them full cage like he's perfectly good but he might have a different idea of what full cage means than anyone else yeah. He's not Wicker Man Cage. He's, he's, uh, yeah, I, I'll
1: never understand. But like, you know, he does his own thing. That's fine. But Lance Hendrickson always, always like, and he's, he's, it's never like sneering. It's not, he's never gonna, he's never gonna go full Nicolas Cage in the wacky way just because I got nothing else to do. So I'm gonna have a good time. He's like, yeah. I am in this character and I am gonna give this 110%.
0: Yeah, he's not going to ruin the film by taking yeah. you out of it with a, a bizarre performance. I, I saw a video about this on YouTube. It was a 10-minute, I can't even remember whose channel it was, about Hell World. And he said about how couple of times Hemrickson looks bored and like he's phoning it in and they used a the shot of him talking to the cops outside and they said do you mind if we look around and he was like you know I'd rather you didn't you'll scare away my guests and because he's underplaying that but like that's how he's playing that scene it's, yeah. it's, 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 you can't look at it in isolation he's trying to he's trying to stay cool in front of cops in a scene that might not even be fucking happening <laughs> because this film is confusing yeah this I, it, there's, this movie doesn't make sense <laughs> like there's a there's a portion of it That is completely logic-proof. From some point in the film to another point in the film, anything that doesn't make sense is perfectly fine. Mm -hmm. But there's plenty that doesn't make sense before and after that as well. And those are those are ripe for being picked up on. Yeah, yeah. So uh this movie
1: starts off, well, I guess the first thing, uh, we see a guy digging a hole.
0: Yeah, (laughs) we sure do. Oh, I've got trivia. Oh, snap. Because I'm watching uh, watching Amazon Prime. I've got IMDb X ray. Oh, nice, nice, nice. And, like, immediately as
1: credits are going, oh, yeah, we got a funeral situation going on. Like, do we even see him die in the beginning?
0: No. Okay. We 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 get to see him die later. And, uh,. Oh, we've got goofs. Oh. We have one goof. Oh no! You like it? Oh, okay. All
1: right. <laughs> um, actually, it Pin- turns
0: out that uh- <laughs> <laughs> no. One shot. Pinhead Pin holding a cleaver in his left hand. He runs a right hand. He runs his hand uh, right hand down it, and then in the next shot, it's in his right hand. But like none of that happens anyway, so it doesn't matter. Yeah. It's goof proof. At least that section of the film is amazing. This guy's having a real yell. <laughs> Digging his hole. Hey. At a sparsely attended funeral. Yeah, yeah. Closed casket, which is how you know it's bad news in a film. I hate I, I hate the concept of open casket funerals. Never been to one because we don't really do it. Oh, wow. I, I don't think I've ever been to a closed casket funeral. All I, been I, open. I think it's... I think it's generally considered that means something bad happened. Yeah, <laughs> at least in at least in horror cinema. Yeah,
1: whereas I just uh, grew up around a lot of old people, so uh,
0: they they want to be seen. Look at me, I'm old and I'm dead. That, that that might be a thing that's come over from Ireland, where they will have a wake in the house with the corpse in a coffin, just sitting laying there. My my, I got a friend from Northern Ireland, which is a different proposition, but they still had that situation where her mum died and she had to go back home and she was like having to stay in the house that her mum's dead body was in in the house yeah that's shit that's insane I was like I don't like that no I
1: (laughs) no I got no need for that um so we're at this fucking funeral and all all these fucking 2003 kids with like the most 2003 clothes the most 2003 hair I'm having like some terrible flashbacks I'm like oh no this is what everyone looked like when I was in college enjoying the goth font with the cross on the O's Oof, yeah, yeah, that's a thing. We're in in Hot
0: Topic land. I think this is the same font they used for Star Trek Nemesis, though. (laughs) Uh, If not, it's very similar. Yeah, yeah. While we're talking about early appearances of people who were famous later. (sighs) Star Trek Nemesis the one with Tom Hardy in. Yeah, that's right. That's Shinzon. Oof there's a character there's a <laughs> sure.
1: oh by the way alex alex isn't here um yeah. as we all know um uh, which means next episode we will be taking a victory lap as we clearly called the third season of Picard um, all right. when we uh, i go back somebody listened to the episode where we talk about how we want everyone to come back now we we did say we wanted everybody mm. coming back except worf including moriarty <laughs> um and i just want to say victory lap we granted they they somehow let worf in which We don't approve of, but Moriarty's coming back.
0: Wolf, well, uh, Michael Dorr, he really became like the George Takei of this this (laughs) generation. Takei was always like, now we get the Captain Sulu on the Excelsior series off the ground, right? yeah.
1: I, right. I was really, I was, when you said that, I was real scared for second. I was like, oh no, what did Michael oh. Dorn say? Because <laughs> now when I hear George Takei, I just think, oh no, what the fuck did that motherfucker say this time? I, 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 don't mind him, he's very big on Pete Buttigieg, though. Yeah, he is. He's, he's real big on anything that's, like, the worst, shittiest, like, neoliberal, shitlib, democrat bullshit. He's very bad, he's very bad. <laughs>
0: you nearly did it there. <laughs> he's very bad he's very bad
1: uh, i just want to say <laughs> i think uh i think the democratic party is the only thing keeping vladimir putin out of the white house <laughs>
0: <laughs> weird laugh nice um uh, my my thought for picard three when everyone came back is that i wanted them to, to bring back tasha yar and not explain <laughs> it <laughs> I just have Denise Crosby, and they never, they never mention. It. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if, like, she,
1: uh, like, I mean, they can do the, um, you know, the the Romulan daughter thing.
0: Um, Did she yeah. die? She a sailor. I can't remember. Here's <laughs> another one. It's another one. <laughs> she had twins. They they that was a fuck. They they gave that car- character a horrible fucking time. Yeah. Tash- God damn. Yeah. They brought her back to life to give her an even more of a hard time after after she would have died. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. Bad. Anyway, sorry to, sorry about Star Trek tangents. No, no, cause I, no, because
1: then I immediately thought, uh, oh yeah, I mean, not as bad as like, uh, Rick Berman, uh, uh did to, uh, um, oh, Terry Farrell, yeah. um uh, which takes us back to Hellraiser,
0: uh, it does because hellraiser hellraiser i don't think i mentioned Dax. Hell, hellraiser 3 is a lot of fun and i like it a lot yeah uh, that's where it stops having any deep meaning or attempting having any deep meaning uh, that it does play with christian imagery and it's got the famous sort of jesus christ not quite yeah uh, it's great it's a goodie. It's um, a goodie. but that is a yeah, full tilt into like at the times big budget slasher territory mm-hmm. it's uh it's a lot of fun and it's got the camera guy who looks a bit like hulk hogan Nice. The first time I watched it with my friend Ali, we went, hang on, is that Hulk Hogan? And then from that point on in the film we didn't get a single good shot of him. <laughs> <Amazing>. <laughs> to confirm. And it's clearly not Hulk Hogan, but like once we've had that thought we couldn't we couldn't check. So maybe Henry Cavill yes I. The Bob, as I say the Bobby Briggs era certainly in the next scene where he shows up with the leather jacket yeah
1: like I I knew he was in this movie I knew he was one of these kids I had to look at IMDb because I'm like wait which one of these kids is he because I'm like I don't none of these kids is Henry
0: Cavill and then it's mm. like oh yeah one of these kids is definitely Henry Cavill it turns out I think I found out about what i think about this film when i watched it this time is that he's great i really enjoyed him yeah he's he is good like he is he is good because i always thought i didn't really like him much because i've mostly only seen him in those dc superman films Mm -hmm. and it turns out i i don't like that interpretation of superman it's it's not good it's not good at all (laughs) even slightly that they've made him do maybe he could play a better superman and i think they've just greenlit one and maybe he will play a better superman i don't know Mm -hmm. but it turns out i do like him in this i liked him in Um, Man from Uncle and uh, I have very little memory of him in that Mission Impossible film he's in except that he has a fight in a bathroom but he's jolly good in this so, <laughs> he's a lot of fun so these fucking these fucking loser kids H- hot topic kids these, including the one who's a loner within the the friend group like why are these fucking motherfucker like you're at a funeral
1: like put a, at least like can you not just like at least wear all black funeral clothes like H- hot topic kids like you are just wearing just regular street clothes and hoodies and shit i mean like yeah. We know you've got black clothes. Yeah, you got black clothes. <laughs> like, just put on a black dress shirt and a black pants. That's
0: all you gotta do. Like, Maybe the English girl has only got that one with the in that shows yeah. her cleavage and thought they wouldn't be <laughs> very
1: appropriate. I mean, I, more appropriate than this nonsense. Like, douchebag shows up in a suit and starts judging <laughs> them, which I like this. This fucking character, like... Allison, that's it. Sorry. Um, like this, like oh,
0: sorry. Which, what is his? What is the the guy that lives through? Um, is it Jake? Oh, the the other guy who comes in later who doesn't like him very much. Yeah. Jake. Yes. When you say lives at the end of the film. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. yeah, let's let's just talk openly about yeah. everything. Um, Where are you from? Are you another Canadian? Yes, he's another Canadian. Uh, There's one American uh, wife of, of, in the kids. Carrie Payton is an American actor. He's in The Walking Dead, apparently. Uh, in fact, he's... A, Ezekiel? Is a, He's got a tiger. That's apparently oh, a, a famous thing about his character okay. in The Walking Dead. Yeah, Henry Cavill. Um, I don't know if they wanted... Anna Tolput. Tolput is one of the Englishest surnames I've encountered. I don't know if they wanted her to do an accent, but she clearly didn't.
1: Yeah, she was great. I liked her. I wish she had she had made longer through the movie.
0: I'm, I'm going to tangent immediately. The one of the other things I've seen that she was in. There's a film called Confetti, which is uh, it was well known. It's quite known as like, one of the worst films ever made over here. I, I saw it and I actually didn't hate it. It's a partial. It's a sort of partially improvised film about. I've got a dim, the dimmest memory of the plot. Um, someone who runs like a, a, a wedding magazine, a bridal magazine, who approach different couples to like, arrange their ideal theme wedding, and the three winners, or the one winner, or whatever, there's like, three finalists, they'll, they'll do them. They'll do the whole wedding in A Strange Way. Like, two of them are really into tennis, so they're going to have a tennis wedding, for instance. Um, but the thing it became famous for is, is there's a naturist couple. In it, who are they're played by Olive, uh, Oscar winner Olivia Colman and her, her colleague from um, a comedy called Peep Show, a man called Robert Webb, and they are full frontal nude throughout the entire film because they're a naturist couple. But they were told during the making of the film that this nudity would be pixelated out, and oh. thus it would be it would be comedic. Uh, do you want to hazard the your one single guess As to when they found out That their full frontal nudity oh. Was not actually pixelated oh, In the finished no. film No, 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 no You can do it uh, um, uh, Oh, a week after they
1: filmed Finished shooting
0: No, it was at the premiere of the film Oh no, that was the worst time <laughs> Oh. they found out while they were watching
1: it that is that is yikes yikes yikes
0: Yikes! yikes. and so a lot, I I saw the film before I knew that that was a thing that had happened otherwise I probably wouldn't have done yeah because, you know I got a few laughs out of it but it's not that good because most most f- almost fully improvised films aren't unless you're dealing with a kind of this is Spinal Tap level of right a, just astonishing quick witted talent yeah because those guys are great <laughs> at what they do oh, absolutely and uh, this is this is sort of my brain keeps saying james corden i don't think james corden is in it but it's got a lot of his contemporaries in it. it's like steve mangan and victor franklin people like that people that you, whose names won't be well known to you anyway um anna tulpert here Alison was in confetti as clown bride amazing that's 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 her credit
1: i i could see it i could see it i could see it, <laughs> it sounds great um I just, I can't get past, like, like this fucking character of Jake, like, I as we're gonna find out, they're at the funeral of their friend who got too deep into the Hell World game and uh, died or committed suicide or, uh, I don't, he had a maze as a mazes of monster situation. I don't know, we don't know what exactly happened, but he's dead. And now Jake is, like, for the rest of this movie, until the end, just being mm. a douchebag and being like, huh, yeah well, I can see you guys are... St- just the worst still
0: hmm as, as a result he's the character who doesn't land with the audience because yeah. you don't see him as much or interact with any you don't really get an idea of him yeah all you know I, is I that anyway. he's
1: being a douchebag to them like I because we never get like a full like a fleshed out backstory um But what we know is, whatever, they were all into this fucking really lame-ass game.
0: (laughs) Um, Oh, it's very bad. It's
1: very bad. And this guy went too far, and, uh, yeah, now he's dead. And now they're at the funeral, and they're, I mean, they're dressed like assholes. He's wearing a suit, but he's like, you know what? This is all your fault. This is all your fault. You know, you guys should have done something. You should have helped him. You guys are the worst. You're the reason he's dead. I hate you guys. Meh, goodbye.
0: So even the whole setting of this is confusing because a lot of people think it's set in a world where the Hellraiser movies exist. Right. And someone made a game of it. But that's not the case. They like it's a world where there was uh Mr. Lamar Shand and he made his box that it was meant to summon well, things think... and there's all this story with the nuns and the convent and someone took that story like you would read about like weird shit that Alastair Crowley was meant to have done and turned that into a weird massively multiplayer online game that looks uh, unfun to play and he's got all of the imagery in and they hired Doug Bradley to be the voice of the, the lead celibate in the game who's still going we have such sights to show you yeah
1: I think I. the thing is I feel like because when they go Go there. They're like, oh, this stuff is all like, and they say something's myth. So I'm like, okay, so I'm like, la- the line of what is like supposed to have actually been real and what if this is all made up in myth? I'm like, I don't know where it is, and this movie's too bad to worry about where the line is. But yeah, there is a game called Hell World. It's not called Hellraiser Hell World. There's a game called the Hell World, but there's also the backstory of a Hellraiser, which really leads you to wonder, like, what's. What's up? What? What is this world? What is in this world? Because you are correct. It's not a world where the Hellraiser movies are famous. It's a world where the game Hellworld
0: is famous yeah featuring say, all based of on the, the s- stuff that we know of hellraiser based on the theories of this old weirdo and then it turns out that i'm just going to go into it lance Henriksen's son made a puzzle box to the specifications and it does in fact summon your actual doug bradley pinhead from hell who doesn't exist in that universe but does exist in that universe and it reminded me of i <laughs> when i was a very small child i would just record stories on the tape i would just speak and make things mm-hmm. up as i went along, and i remember a situation where someone got a wish to travel anywhere in the world and he said i'd like to go to the town of and i can't remember the name of the town it was a made-up town name and then me as the narrator i went which doesn't exist but he went there anyway and that's the end of this film <laughs> nice nice <laughs> it's the same level of writing yeah
1: yeah it really is. i could have
0: written this as a child yeah it's, uh, yeah, it's, it, like, again, without Lance Hendrickson, this is one of the worst movies ever. I know, I, 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 still like it a lot. I think it could have been good, but he, yeah. Everything that's good
1: favorite. about, yeah, I, I, no, it's not, yeah, but everything that's good about this movie
0: is how insane it is i'm going to talk about a bit from quite near the end again if you're all Go right with it. It. one of the things that's always stuck with me and it's just a tiny bit is that the whole party is a big distraction mm. right it's not really a genuine party but he has invited people and they're having a party but he's doing some other stuff somewhere else mm-hmm. and then after he's done all that he's like well you know i threw the party i might as well enjoy and for some reason i've always remembered that bit when it cuts to him on a balcony going well why not <laughs> you know, yes. i might as well enjoy the party and he's standing next to a i was gonna say a topless woman but she's got a a jacket on but like (laughs) she's otherwise topless (laughs) And he's just standing there (laughs) watching people have fun and i don't know why i found that so funny that he would be doing this terrible stuff and go well i better chill out i've paid for this yeah i might as well enjoy myself it's great it's great it's absolutely great so
1: yeah uh yeah yeah you guys are douchebags i hate you guys because whatever he's dead because of you uh cut to two years later and oh is that how long it's meant to be right two years later and so yeah a blonde girl is like hanging out at our apartment uh has a spooky dream gets woken up there's a knock at her door but there's no one there then there's another knock at her door she goes there oh my god hey cinnabites aren't real because uh fucking henry cavill's wearing a cinnabite mask (laughs) yeah and she says "Uh,
0: Cinnabites aren't real
1: and the 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 logic that I'm like it's not
0: and therefore I'm not startled by this unexpected face behind the door It's
1: like you can tell this is written by a lunatic that doesn't understand what reality or humans are Um, Because that's such a weird reaction like I yeah it's scary because you don't there's someone that startled you in a mask That's scary and you didn't expect it
0: I don't I don't believe poltergeist surreal but I'm going to jump a fucking mile if something falls over loud banging yeah. in the middle of the night.
1: Yeah. yeah. I like I've said it a million times my my greatest fear like is like seeing something that I shouldn't be seeing. Like looking out a window and there's somebody there. That's mm. like that's an, an inherently terrifying thing that like even the knowledge that I know that that is the particular thing that freaks me out because it is a natural like just shock reaction like yeah. that Uh, But I know that's, like, the thing that freaks me the fuck out, Um, which is also why I don't understand when people complain about jump scares, because I'm like, that's the scariest thing. Why why do you think that's, like, a cheap gimmick? That's the scariest thing.
0: Um, quick tangent, then, have you seen The Midnight Club?
1: No, I have not seen it yet. I'm, that's, it's on the vacation plan. Enjoy. Nice, nice, nice. Well, I love a jump scare. Love a jump scare. It's the actual thing that's scary. I think the thing is, I think people, because a lot of people have that reaction of they get startled and then they get angry. Like there's that, God, they got me. It's just, it's as the reaction to be startled is natural. For many people, the reaction to be angry at being startled (laughs) is also a natural reaction. But I think some people have not understood that psychological process in themselves.
0: There's the, the what it is uh, there's the cheap fake out jump scare where there's a loud noise and it's something else But with Halloween, for instance, the first Halloween, the startles are always that Michael's here and he's about to stab you. Mm. Like when Bob comes down and he opens the cupboard and he just fucking strides out and pins him to a wall with a knife. That's a jump scare. But he's also right there. When the the jump scare turns out to be the thing that is scary in the film as well and it sustains, it's not just like that and then nothing. I'm fine with it. (laughs) I'm fine with all of them. Fine with all of them. That's cool. I do. I there are some there. There's some there's some good ones. House on Haunted Hill has got one of my favorites. So that's ancient. oh that's
1: a goodie. Um, yeah. Oh, by the way, this movie is like one part House on Haunted Hill, one part it is a bit, yeah, one part Disney's Haunted Mansion, and then like half a part of Hellraiser.
0: <laughs> There's whether whether intentional or not, there is a bit of sore to it. it yeah, you, yeah. It, you get a sense of what it might have been like if Lance Henriksen had been Jigsaw. Oh, man. just a teensy bit. I, I, I think Tobin Bell's great. Oh yeah, absolutely. That's a parallel universe I would also happily inhabit. Definitely, definitely.
1: That's mm, yeah that's a goodie, that's a goodie, uh but yeah i love I love her reaction of cinnabites aren't real <laughs> as as <laughs> though I was trying to convince you that Cinnabites were real by wearing a scary mask, yeah, <laughs> oh no, it turns out the Cinnabites from my video game are real, and what's at my door oh,
0: how truly terrifying there doesn't seem to be any rhyme or reason to how this game works, no. But like video, um, video games in films are, are often bad, and this is one of the worst. Yeah, because immediately he comes in,
1: and I thought they were in a relationship. This is a movie about fake relationships
0: because I, I think I, they might have been in the past because he says like for old times' sake before he, before he leaves. Uh, yeah, I, I thought that, that we were just talking about the game
1: because I, I, uh, like I. Okay. Immediately, this is when they get in the game, and the thing is, there's the this game is dumb. It's a weird
0: web-based video game that you play in a browser. It's certainly it's certainly not what you would want to be playing in the mid two thousands. No, dare to enter hell. <laughs> I mean, this is this. I, it's very hard to explain it. Yeah, it's it's like
1: it, okay. Imagine
0: it is in a browser, okay, guys.
1: Go to the old school Space Jam website that still exists from <laughs> the nineties. Um, and imagine if that was Hellraiser. And as you click around,
0: Hellraiser things are happening, and that's th- like, what this game is. You can open the box in the game, but it's like tricky. You've got to finesse it, oh, hell. <laughs> with a hell, with a computer and mouse.
1: I uh, yeah, I. It's so dumb. But once he gets through this, he gets the invitation to the Hellworld event, the, the fifth
0: annual secret Hellworld party that's, at the Leviathan House, which it happens to be in town. Cool. It is. My favourite one is where someone else in the next scene gets that invite, and there are no guests, so a friend has to go on. He doesn't log in as himself. He just plays again for a bit, and he gets an invite as well. And, like, do they have to print these invites out, or do they get sent them? Uh, Yeah. Because if they get sent them, it's... (sighs) That's something about that's something plot-wise that could have made a lot of things much easier. It's so it's so weird. Like I mean, I know
1: we we got to get to a plot somehow, but manzies, manzies, this is something. Like, I so, and at first she's like, no, I don't want to go, because I'm so upset about our friend that died in a weird mazes and monsters situation two years ago, or
0: whatever. And none, and none of it's real anyway, so why would I? <laughs> yeah,
1: why would I go to this? Um, That sounds like a real party, and this game isn't real. Cinnabites aren't real. I mean, I know you can go to Cinnabon, and there's that guy outside that has, <laughs> that has the samples, but, uh, like, Cinnabites from this video game, Hellworld, that we all like, um not a movie franchise Th- those
0: aren't real why would i go to disney world mickey mouse isn't real <laughs>
1: it's real like i love it i love it so much it's such a
0: stupid it's it's my favorite line in the movie
1: it's so good um so th- wow, it got you, they got you early they really did like and i knew lance <laughs> henderson was coming but i'm like no it's not going to get better than this this is too good for me um it's just like dumb bad movie logic that i love so then there's a whole scene where they're trying they're acting like it's very difficult to fit into this guy's
0: car yes three of them in, three of them in a regular size and
1: like it's so weird and they're like oh my god oh don't put the seat back come on give me some space this is a this is a perfectly normal car i don't know what the situation is um but luckily turns out blonde girl has decided hey um i'm driving my suv and he has a
0: slightly larger vehicle ah yeah so now they can all go together and fit (laughs) great Cool. But like if, if Jake was coming, as if, like, they were all going oh. and she was ready to go and Jake was there as well and they were all trying to get in that car, I would kind of understand it suddenly. Yeah.
1: It would be great if, like, they, they're they driving down the road and they see Jake and his car's broken down, his moped's broken down on the side of the road. Of course, and, yeah. And uh, he's like, oh, it's you, assholes. Hey, Jake, are you going to the Hellworld party? <laughs> yeah, assholes. I guess you're probably going, too, because you think that's real. No, we don't actually... Actually, uh, we don't think it's real. Why does it matter if it's real? Shut up! It's not real. Uh, but we're going. We'll give you a lift. Oh, well, I do want to go, but I do hate you guys, so I'm yeah. not sure. But okay, okay. all right, I'm gonna- fine. I guess I'll go with you, assholes that got our friend killed.
0: I'm gonna judge you for going in for de- going there for all the debauchery and stuff of like that sucks. And why are you going? Oh, I'm, I'm gonna meet this girl and get laid. <laughs> Cool. So
1: now we'll all be couples. Oh, wait. Turns out none of you are couples? Okay. Fine. I
0: guess. I guess. Like, are, 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 is. Are the other two? Are they not dating? I don't think so. I mean, there, there's some coupling up by the end of the film out of nowhere, but yeah. by the possibly, I just. But it's a it's a mostly platonic thing, except Michael uh, um, uh, Henry Cavill's a bit of a bit of a dick and keeps trying to keeps trying to hook up with uh, Chelsea as her name uh-huh. blonde, the blonde girl yeah. and get kissings with her. It's just it's like it's and other it's standard so... words that people use. Yeah,
1: it's so like set up. They're supposed to be couples that when they get to this party and they're like, oh, hey, let's hook up with some people. I'm like, wait, what? Oh, is this, Are we get like an open relationship thing going? I mean, I know, you know, we're like college teens, you know, whatever, have fun, live your life, sure, but that wasn't a I didn't know that was what we were saying here.
0: Eyes wide, shit. Um. Now, um. I know we're gonna get a bit ahead. Whoever came up with this mask with a number on it and then like you dial that number on a Nokia thirty three ten and get some action. That seems like a, a solidly good anonymous orgy concept. Yeah, like yes, if the masks weren't fucking creepy, absolutely.
1: Like I feel like this is probably something that like Roger Stone does regularly. That's where they got the idea. <laughs> like it's certainly it's s- somebody somewhere. Oh wait, wait, Weinstein. Um, never mind. This is probably uh, yeah where, yeah. I just realized. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, fuck, yeah. So, yeah, this is definitely a thing. Uh, it's gotta be. But I'd never seen this before, and, like, oh, yeah, that makes sense.
0: Uh, by the way, I re Scream 3 for the first time in ages recently, which, again, has Lance Henriksen in, as a movie producer who sexually assaults young actresses, a, a movie that Harvey Weinstein would have signed off on. Oh. And just gone, yep that's fine put that on screen uh, uh, uh. Uh. so yeah this is this is my um, third Lance Henriksen film for, for this podcast by the way I mean he's, he's the best he's the best they're always he's always raising the
1: bar always raising the bar agreed um yeah so we get in stone cold next time definitely we get in here into the hell world party and there's just a bunch of teens partying and I like I, I guess at this point we should probably say the fact that like these are all all, like cool looking you know attractive teens that are just obsessed with the worst like computer game ever and I'm like I know we're trying it's the mid 2000s and we're trying to do a thing and we're trying to make this this a trendy horror movie with current shit oh yeah I tell you but like there's no a, these lot, are not of gamers. This,
0: a lot of this plan relies on None of our principal cast talking to anyone else at the party about Hellworld shit. Yeah. And expecting them to know things. Yeah. Because that would fall apart quickly. I mean, they might still enjoy the party, but they would at least have some question marks about what was going on. Yeah. Because at this point, we're still 100% in
1: the real world. (laughs) There's a real party that a bunch of people are, a bunch of people are at a real party. And so, pretty, pretty
0: swiftly, Lance Hendrickson is like, hey, uh, he gets introduced with a camera pointing right up at him from the ground, Hey, Hellraisers. <laughs> <laughs> or whatever. Sorry, my voice has gone fucked for some of these voices. Hello, it's me, a human dragon. I'm,
1: uh, <laughs> I'm here to, to be really fucking creepy. So, uh, yeah, I'm an old man, and you're a bunch of, like, attractive teens. So, uh, welcome the, to my party. The fact is...
0: The fact he doesn't try to fuck anyone in this film is one of the
1: biggest surprises. Uh, Yeah, the biggest surprise is everyone's not creeped out by the old man having a party Mm. with a bunch of attractive teens that are all apparently video game fans.
0: I think these people are into this weird... I, keep, I was going to say Hellworld, I'm just going to say Hellraiser. They're into the weird Hellraiser no. aesthetic. Maybe they will expect a slightly sinister but charismatic older man to have a bunch of weird Hellraiser shit in the house that's hosting the party. Oh, yeah, and I'm just I because like I just think of who would be at this,
1: And again, not to body shame anyone, not to say attractive people can't <laughs> play full
0: of can't play video games. Romanian
1: models. Yeah, but I'm like I'm a person that goes to Universal Horror Nights. At least two nights a week. Um, I know who
0: would be at this event. (laughs) And I know what they look like. <laughs> There's a there was a bit at the top of this going. Oh, I won't go to it because this is like a Star Voyager convention. So no, yeah. this, is, this is a whole different because Hellraisers know at a party. I have been to I've been to <laughs> I've been to Pages Bar London's Star Trek pub when it was open, nice. and I had a perfectly good time, much better than yeah, much more fun than these Hellraiser guys are having. But yes, I did see a variety of body sizes there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As well as some people dressed up as the CyCor for Babylon 5. It's a very strange place to do that in. <laughs> bizarre, bizarre. But never mind.
1: But I, I just feel like there'd be. I I feel like there'd be a lot of people wearing a lot of black t-shirts. Lot, lot, a lot of like, a like, lot of like pinhead t-shirts. A lot of that going on. I, mm. I I know I know I I know exactly what these people yeah there would be all types of people there but there would certainly be a type of person there that is not represented in this party at all.
0: You're right that I would expect at least one hell I'm just going to say Hellraiser. Yeah. hellraiser themed t-shirt in this but no yeah everyone's dressed super hot. Yeah. I talked about Romanian models because the 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 main one you see with the mask. on doing the dance. She's a Romanian model. So, uh, yeah. So they're all at this real party. Lance Ringson's like, hey, let me uh,
1: let me uh, give you guys Show you the my tour. room of weird shit. And yeah, and he takes them into the the room of of ooh, look at all these cool Hellraiser props. Um, and and a cat and a cat skeleton for some reason. Yeah. And I mean, we're in real Halloween Hard Nights territory. Like, I, again, this feels real natural to me.
0: We get a bit proto Jigsaw again, where he has a, a sort of innate sense of of what everyone's gonna touch and pick up and do things with uh that happens again later a bit with the puzzle box but like obviously the terrible, my favorite one and you'll love this as well is allison picking up that atomizer i wear oh the and just spraying it directly in her face yeah <laughs> okay oh this stings like i know that you wouldn't pick up an atomizer in a room of weird shit and po- point it at any bit of you but yeah even if you weren't that Concerned, you'd, you'd blast it at a wrist or your neck. You wouldn't point blast it directly into your eyes, which is what she does. It's so. Our, our, just even into the air
1: and then just take a sniff. Like, yeah. I mean, which, again, in my mind, which, whatever the hell this drug is, because, spoiler alert, they're getting drugged. Um, yep, yep, yep. They're getting drugged by magic drugs. um That should be enough to, to take care of the situation.
0: Right. And here's where I can talk about it. So, yeah, a few of them get drugged here and some of them don't because one of them doesn't drink and the other one doesn't take the drink because she's driving Mm -hmm. uh and he couldn't think of other things that's where i had the idea of them sending the invites out and you go we just put it on the invite but no you don't want them tripping balls with the invite before they come to the party oh they never get into that tiny
1: car how could they even work it out
0: (laughs) (laughs) the pedals are so far um but the next thing you do is you take them out and you give them all a Nokia 3310 each. If there's a drug you can take in various ways, including by touch, you fucking put it on the phone. Yeah. <laughs> you just, because they all grab those. Also, the guy who doesn't drink later, once he gets drugged, tries to order a drink. Yeah. <laughs> but hey, never mind. Well, but he wants to be... He, the thing is, he, he orders that drink in private.
1: There he wants to be judgy. Because that's also, his main goal. Or-
0: He does order that drink in a hallucination as well. That's true. That's true. God, I hate him so much. <laughs>
1: like because, yeah, not- and, and again, until I I you know I find out what the situation is that Well no, because there is a real party. I my thought was like why why is Lance Henriksen only taking the characters from the movie on this tour if he said, Hey, yeah. you're group number, you know, thirteen yep, yep, yep. and you just happen to be together. At least that's something. But he's these are the only people he shows around.
0: Yeah, well basically I saw this years ago, so I cannot remember my first time and what I thought and what I suspected it. But I, where did you land on? Going is the you're going okay. This is a special thing for these people. I at this point. I mean, I I just assumed that. Oh yeah, okay. Clearly,
1: uh, clearly. Or is it
0: it's main character syndrome? We're following them, so we get the special treatment. Yeah, I was like, well, it's it's
1: clearly it's one way or the other. It's it's either like clearly this is like this is a plot. or they're already in hell? They've been dead the whole time. Maybe a guy Mm. digging a hole from the beginning
0: is the only one that's alive. Who knows? We're Hellraiser. did you think Glenn Hemrickson was Pinhead in disguise throughout the whole film? I mean, because, oh, that's, yeah, so, that's I thought it was an option because it's happened, you know, two other times. Yeah. Oh, he's a he's a therapist or something in Inferno? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Although that was Doug Bradley in disguise. <laughs> nice. And under an assumed name, I believe.
1: Nice. So
0: I thought I, it was I'll at first, but I was like, no, I, I think it's another guy.
1: But I, didn't, mm. I never actually looked it up. Now, there you go. Fun fact.
0: Oh, I'm sorry. I'm enjoying the Hell World neon sign. It's so good. <laughs> it's a great house they've done um, for this. Oh, yeah, Presumably it's, really it's just some big old fucking. Well, these might be sets, of course. I've just realised. So, did all the people uh, that were actually at this party. What the fuck did they think was going on? Mmm that we we will never know. We we don't get... They're, they're all... They're they're a full bunch of MacGuffins. Like, we get all... Because, like, it, it, you know, in the end, I'm
1: like, oh, okay, so they're all drugged, so it's not... But then I was like, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. So there was a real party. They came to a real party. Lance Hendrickson organized a real party. A lot of people went yeah. to this old creeps, like, real party, and hung out. Saw him take a bunch of randos into a room, and I guess never saw them again, and was like, whatever.
0: Well, I, I guess... I've just realised you can't necessarily drug the thirty-three tens because they might not be real in the scene. Or obviously, obviously, there are the thirty-three tens exist, but they're used in a different way. So I guess his plan actually is to bring them in. They see there's a party on, but he's like, "Hey, come in, hell, hell world newbies!" And then he tries to drug all of them. Oh, because that's when he takes them through the rest of the place to yeah. further isolate them from the party, so they don't talk to anyone else at the party. Three of them are drugged at this point and are imagining it, maybe, but the other two aren't, and they're still having the same experience. Don't know what the fuck's going on there. No, because their fantasies involve like the basement and the places he shows them, so they're they're tripping, but they're yeah. they're still walking about with it at this point, trying to work out what happens so, when. Yeah,
1: I'm trying to... So, okay i i guess she gets drugged when he actually
0: stabs her in the arm i guess that's her i'm actually getting drugged when does douchebag get drugged um when he gets he gets handed the puzzle box and it he puts his thumb in exactly the right place for two spikes to come up through it through his thumb and that's what drugs him that's not a hallucination that happens to his thumb and that's when the drug gets in it it's
1: that late in the game
0: yes uh, but again, you could have just coated the box at the stuff he, I know Henriksen touches it, but he only has his hand on the bottom of it.
1: Okay, well hold up because in my mind I, I, had, I had, I had made this made sense in the fact that he took them into the room, drugged them, and then no and then they just never leave that room and then he takes them and puts them in you know, he buries them and all that shit. Mm. But like now I'm realizing, oh, they were just like wandering around still in the party. After the fact, because he, like, because Douchebag definitely sees them at the party before he gets puzzle boxed. Yes. And when she looks out, when, yeah, when they look out and they see him, like, you know, digging the holes, he's, yeah. that's he's actually out digging the holes.
0: Yes, uh, but no one at the party is, like, going out for a smoke or anything like that. Right, no one else right, sees right. him do this. So they are still the just... The party that is genuinely happy. Yeah. If, if the whole party was an illusion, it all works. Right. There was a real party. Yeah, there's a real party. And, and the those two, I, I think the
1: other, th- maybe, you know, they get separated. I don't know when they get separated. I don't know when he's taking them all out. But, I because, like, I now I'm realizing that they were in the party a
0: lot longer than I thought they were. Um, Yeah, Jake gets puzzle boxed like 35 minutes in yeah because he's wondering about the party and then he goes into a room where there's the computer and he's like Adam was right hey it's just a game and things like that yeah like what's her name he gets, is already picture. in the ground and dead before he gets puzzle boxed uh, Why is, is, is this Allison you're talking yes, about yeah. is she even because we don't necessarily know that things are happening in order especially since we find out they've been in there for days as well at the end of it yeah that's true that's true so I, I
1: guess you can give him. I mean it's all bullshit uh, like it's, it's 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 a dumb movie. But, like, if we're to go by, you know, seemingly the, you know, a chronology of the movie, it seems like that she should already be in the ground
0: before he even gets drugged. Yeah, because that is, oh, yeah, that's not long after the... um The chair, they call it the, the sacrificer. Is it the most, was it the most, what's the word, efficient way to rid a man of his blood without decapitating him? It doesn't look that. No, it doesn't at all. Awful. Like it's a chair that, like, like
1: it it like it traps you to
0: the chair, like, you know, restraints come down. Um, two spinning razor blades go into your neck. Yeah. Although, but it's got my favorite bit in it where there's going to be, a, I've got, I'm going to have to not quite get the quote right. He said, the chair's perfectly safe unless the cutting blades are engaged. And he pulls the pin out. And he goes the cutting blades are engaged <laughs> so good <laughs> and then it spins up and that's that's a proper bloody da- the, this is pre-digital blood so yeah they're fucking flinging goo everywhere including on the lens and on Lance Hendrickson's face oh yeah he gets a he gets a blood bukaki. yeah I wish I hadn't said that. I'm very sorry. That's yes. that's beneath me. Hey, no, it's no, it's, it's not. It's fine. It's fine. But it's good. Yeah. So that's
1: wild. I yeah, that's crazy to me. Like he's the last. Like douchebag is the last one to get drugged. And there's already there's already a dead friend. And I say friend in quotes because
0: he's a douchebag. They're not friends. Um, because he's a yeah. douchebag before he's even drugged. That's so wild. But I, I I'm gonna play a slight devil's advocates here and say that could actually have happened at another like her actual death of yeah, clawing yeah, her own throat out in a coffin could have happened at another time that's which true because blonde girl does death.
1: does like get a call from her like screaming later so maybe that's when that actually happened
0: I didn't realize until this viewing they were doing a weird thing where she doesn't swear, like ostentatiously. Like at oh. one point, when she gets surprised that she's won the thing, she says, Holy sugar. Uh. And one point, instead of goosebumps, it's like, Her nipples stand up and she says, My, my, you know what's have gone hard. She says, nipples. Uh, and then but then, when she comes back as a not quite Cenobite dead at the end, her first thing is, welcome to motherfucking hell world, Chelsea. So they were like doing a thing, but they didn't call any attention to it, so it doesn't land. Yeah. I said, oh, I Weird. only got that this time. Weird. Hmm. She was my favourite, and now she's not. Uh, you will have to enjoy her as clown bride in the problematic <laughs> oh.
2: confetti.
0: Oh, ah, uh, well. If you want to see, if you want to see Robert Webb, well, wiggle his transphobic penis around the place. Well, well, well. I just, I just, I um. Because remember, you, you weren't meant to be seeing that, yeah, but you I, can. Uh,
1: I well, you know what I think. I I think what I will enjoy is um her performance as prison officer in Emmerdale Im- em- Farm. Emmerdale. Um,
0: by that point, it was just called Emmerdale. Oh,
1: hmm. <laughs> well, I guess I, uh, I guess I, I, she has uh,
0: sadly not done not done a lot here, but uh huh
1: hmm.
0: Well, actually, em- Emmerdale's got a a big sort of landmark episode coming up which usually means there's going to be another disaster again it's a, it's a soap opera set in a small sort of village ah that makes sense that makes so sense so our, our, our soap operas tend to be a bit of a different thing than the daytime drama for one thing they they tend to be on in the evening and are the most highly watched programs on the telly and for the, the last big Emmerdale thing I could remember they did a fucking plane crash they did a plane crash on this sleepy village it was great nice nice but, uh, yeah, so... Hmm. So,
1: yeah, this party is weird. Yeah, they get... There's, like, these white masks with the numbers on them. People have... Everyone gets, everyone gets uh, like, a shitty phone. Nokia phone. And it's like, hey, yeah, you can call people. Hook up with whoever you want. Have a fun. It's a party. Whatever. This is real creepy as fuck. And I'm like, this is a weird way to have an orgy, I guess. But I guess it's efficient.
0: <laughs> it is efficient. And I suppose... If everyone keeps the mask on, you don't even have to worry about not finding someone attractive. It's true. As long as you're into that blank mask. The, the weird thing is, I don't know how long it takes us to see the woman who's only credited, by the way, as Mike's Masked Dancer. Um, not to be confused with the the popular series, The Masked Dancer. I don't the, I don't know if you have the dancer variant in the oh, US, yeah, yeah. as well as singer. We're, we're having Masked Dancer right now, and uh, mm. it's all right. Um... Uh, there's a point where with the blank mask on she looks like a friend of mine who's got a sort of like a slightly long chin and <laughs> and long brown hair. Doesn't look like her without the mask on but with the mask on it looks like a friend of mine who's weird. Creepy. Creepy. I, I mean like from a distance. It is, like, right, lo- right. Not up close. My friend isn't completely blank faced with a <laughs> the number across her forehead. Well, yeah, yeah, I
1: don't know. Uh,
0: listen, no body but, shaming here. No body shaming here. I'm, I'm going to skip ahead again where we get... A, that does lead to one of the funniest images of the film. Yeah, Cavill getting a getting a blowjob from this woman with the mask on the top of her head, so it's just this creepy face bobbing up and down.
1: It's very it's it's a very fun shot. On his cock. I... It's, it's, first of all, like, this, like, uh, like, armchair, like, orgy room, like, blowjob scene. I'm like, this is just fucking weird. And he's just, like, looking Mm. at this, like, creepy, like, mask looking up at him. I'm like,
0: I, you know what? I don't think so. Nope. Might be, might be a bit off-putting. Yeah, I, first of all. Especially when it snarls at him. Yeah, yeah. I know we're, we're gonna get to it, but.
1: I, I think we're there. I think, like, I, I don't think there's too much detail to go into it this, you know, place. I oh we, well we can kind of skip through like Lance and showing them all the stuff when they're getting drugged and there's like all of, like the jars of like babies and shit and
0: oh because yeah he shows them because the house they he spends this thing about the house being a convent uh, with sister Ursula and then like a mental asylum and things like that. And there was something where Sister Ursula, there were missing women, and someone came in and she had opened the box or something, and there were bits of her everywhere. I can't remember. Um, It does lead to one of the weirdest things Henry Cavill has probably done on film, which is stand next to a picture of a nun, and in plain chant, sing the words, holy pussy.
1: I mean, he does a lot of weird things in this movie, but yeah, that's one of them. (laughs) That's one of them. (laughs)
0: Like,
1: Yeah. So, yeah, there's that weird blowjob scene. Whatever. Um... Yeah, we. Yeah, she. Um, she gets in the scary chair. Uh, Lance Hendrickson pulls out the pen. She gets her blood uh, drained from her in a very efficient manner. That's not very efficient.
0: No, it goes everywhere. Yeah, it's very, right?
1: very inefficient. But I guess quick, maybe, maybe swiftly.
0: <laughs> but I guess so. I guess it's a it swift depends. Swift bloodletting. It's it depends on what way you're using the word efficient. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And also, why you would definitely want to get the blood out of someone without their head coming off? Why would that be a deal breaker? for you, don't know. Well, I mean, you know, I, 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 But it was a set for... Oh, God, I looked up and she, we had dead Allison in the chair, just as I looked up nice. there. Someone must come in and find her. But no, that doesn't make sense, because no one... F- oh, what's this about? Sorry, where are we at? Yeah, we're about there. Notice. Blonde girl... Because I, I will. I refuse to learn her name. Chelsea?
1: Yeah, 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 blonde girl. Um, When she gets uh, stabbed by Lance Hendrickson, um, she sees Pinhead for a second. And then, like, whoa, oh, what? Yeah. I guess I saw nothing. It's all in my
0: head i <laughs> hmm weird of course because well, their dead friend is called Adam so Pinhead steps up and he's like Adam was right which is th- one of the things he might have said in one of the more Christian-y Hellraiser uh, mm. films but for a different yeah, reason yeah truth truth I um, don't know what Adam would have been right about but
1: hey uh, and just to jump ahead what's, what's happened is Lance Hendrickson is drugging all them because of course uh, he blames them for the death of his son blah 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 um, and he's in these; they're in this drugged state so they're very they're very easy they're very suggestible yeah suggestible we which, in my mind, m- means to me that Lance Henderson is doing pinhead voices. <laughs> <laughs> I
0: I think he often he absolutely claims that he isn't, but since they're all obsessed with Hellraiser yeah. business, that that they've made everything it, that they deal with into a Hellraiser situation. Yeah,
1: but I still like to imagine he's like he's, he's doing a little he's doing a little pinhead voice. It's kind of funny to me. <laughs>
0: I'd like to hear it. He's just—he's—he's—they're just, th- holding all—he's—they're hold, holding four cell phones, and like, <laughs> yeah, that's the, the other thing—is he got five different phones going, like maintaining a call at once because he can't rely on them to answer the phone? Yeah, well, I think in the state they're in, I think because I think I think most of the time.
1: He's just kind of, because, you know, they've got he's got, like, a pipe up there for an air hole. I think he's just kind of speaking loudly to the group. Oh, fine. <laughs> narrating it. Again, I, I don't know when the party ended. I don't know how long they're in the ground for. Like, Yeah, have
0: we, I don't even know if we've made it clear that he's he's drugged this lot and he's put them all in coffins in the ground with ventilation, but also all with a, a Nokia 3310 phone that he's making subliminal suggestions through, which is permanently on, on speaker phone yeah which means that yeah about his person he's got five different phones <laughs> connected to the other ones calling permanently now the 3310 is famous quite quite famous now for its battery life oh. but it wouldn't stand up to a call that lasts for days. And they're on a party line. I had one of those. It wasn't that good. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I, well, they, they, he called the party line, first of all, which is amazing. <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh,
0: God. Fucking party line. That bullshit. Um. I... I... Oh. No worries. I, I I'm vaguely aware of the idea of a party line, but it's. Yeah, I don't think it's. If it ever was a thing here, I certainly didn't get uh. invited to be. Um. So anyway.
1: Yeah, I, I wouldn't know. I, well, I think it was. I because I think it was a thing back in the day. But I think then, like in like 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 late nineties, two thousands, they brought it back as like a phone feature that you could. have. Right, and that's, yeah. that's 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 of course where I experienced it because. There was a person that we went to high school with, Alex shout out, you know who I'm talking about, who was really into it and his whole thing was he I, and, I, and again, this takes me back to the episode of Frogging, because um, like he would somehow he would get the number for these random girls and he would get these random girls on the on the line and talk to them because he's oh, we're talking to girls. And he would he would always try to get me on these calls because mm. I, I was funny and I could be funny and I would be entertaining when he was a fucking loser who couldn't talk to people. Right. So he wanted me there to, like, keep the conversation fun so that he could theoretically eventually meet a girl. Which he did, and then he is married to her because they dated since high school, and yeah, weird. They're weirdos, Um, so good see. luck to
0: them, I guess. But, uh, yeah, that was always awkward. Come on, just I get it's, on this call! It's a, just get the on this call. Of, it's a return to the heady days of romantic couples. Ugh.
1: God. come on just please please just I, I don't I don't I don't know who these girls why I don't know who these girls are Jared who the hell are these girls I don't know like somebody gave me their number at the skating ring and I don't know who they are and I don't know what to say to them well then, why do I want to talk to them? I don't know who are they. I don't. I, where did? Do do, where do they go to school? Like, what's their deal? I, like, am I interested? In, like, what? What's their thing? I don't know. Just, just talk to them. Be funny. <sighs> Fucking hell. So this is where finally our last little douchebag. He goes into a room and he sees a computer. And oh my god, on this, on, on the wallpaper of the computer, there's a picture of him with his dead friend Adam. What the mm. fuck? Also, there's, there's like, there's like a, like a regular inkjet printer there that's, it's just funny seeing like, like a (laughs) desktop computer with an inkjet printer. So, in such a nice room, I'm like, this is so weird looking.
0: Old sort of cream plastic computers.
1: In this, (laughs) all, all the same color. In this like, you know, antique like room with all these like, ornate furnishings.
0: Um, yeah. I've, I've found it uh, I just realised at this point Chelsea is wandering about the house except obviously she's not wandering about the house but she thinks she is but I
1: think she is because he sees her wandering around the house before he gets the drug because we're <sighs> to the point where he's about to get drugged after this okay. point everyone's drugged
0: yeah, so I guess it's a bit like he drugged everyone but that uh, Hemrickson drugged everyone but then took them down to the basement for a bit of a tour and then let them loose in the party. Yeah.
1: Or at least let those last well, no because they wouldn't have they 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 The thing that's throwing me off is I keep thinking okay, he drugged them, now they're out. But no, because the ones that aren't drugged are still seeing their friends at this party. So it's not mm. at least until after this last dude gets drugged that he can definitely
0: Isolate them I mean, and bury them. There is more. Lo- there is more logical er- issues than that in this plot. Also, clearly, it turns out that his plan really is just to make them have a bad time. He doesn't seem to want to actually kill any of them, but three of them die, and he doesn't care. <laughs> yeah, I think he's fine with it. It's just yeah, it's it's not it's not what he was aiming for, but he doesn't really mind. He's not upset that it. happened. Yeah,
1: it's a very bad plan. Like if, like you want revenge. Like I could see like I'm gonna drug you and you're gonna have a terrible like trip. Um, and you're gonna be scared. And then you're going to wake up, you know, buried alive. And then, like, mm. the fact that there is, like, a breathing hole there, like, you're going to slowly die. That would be yeah. a terrible, like, revenge. But they're also there with phones. So, theoretically, they could call for help. So,
0: I... Oh, have you ever seen uh, Buried with Ryan Reynolds? No, but I'm aware of it. Fuck me. <laughs> what a film. Nice. I I don't know. I, I had a very specific image of what Ryan Reynolds was like as an actor that I saw buried, and I changed completely. Nice. Obviously, he's done a lot since to change sure. my opinion of him as well.
1: No, I I always wanted to see that. It looked like it, I mean, it's a, a rad concept for a movie, but I just mm-hmm. never got around to it. But okay, so finally, yeah, he sees he sees this image on the wallpaper, and then like Lance Hendrickson's there in an armchair, is like, "Hey, check out this puzzle box."
0: Yeah, but also, right? Like, someone else. It, there's like an instant chat where it comes up. It's just a game. Someone else is sending that, yeah. right? <laughs> but who? He's not imagining it. He hasn't been drugged yet. <sighs> I mean, maybe, maybe he got like, maybe they got like a half dose in the basement
1: because from touching something random. But just not had, enough. Like,
0: I don't know. They were going. They were always going to pick shit up in that room. It's so weird that he he could have got all of them, or he could have not cared about them knowing he was drugging them, or he could have sprayed them all with that atomizer. He's got plenty of options.
1: Yeah, yeah. How did he not get drugged? Is the question. Like, you think like like he's this stuff apparently works like fentanyl on cops.
0: Like you just like you're in the same <laughs> zip code, and all of a sudden, like you're in hell world he's just very confident or indeed I was gonna say just the jigsaw like abilities of knowing what everyone is going to do by the
1: way Lance Hendrickson also commissioned a giant uh, a giant cube a giant fucking hellraiser box like
0: just in its spins like what the fuck and it, but like they only saw it briefly and he led them into another room so weird it's so oh, weird oh but here's yeah where he spins the whole thing sorry about the house being designed by by Le Marchand I keep telling to say Philip Le Marchand, which I think was his name in Bloodline but I don't know what they're doing with this because it's not the same continuity because this is a world where the Hellraiser is a game but um Fucking hell. I don't know. It was like, oh, I'm bad at this. Yeah, talk more, Brad. This is it's. Hey, Brad, please, please talk more. You keep it going. This is uh, this movie is confounding. It is find find me my wife. I mean, I know where my wife is. You know.
1: Come on, come on, come on, man. Come on, please. I don't know what to say to
0: these random girls that somebody gave me the number of at a skating ring in Jackson, Tennessee. Anyway, basically, the the particular continuity cul-de-sac that this single Hellraiser film exists in is one of the weirdest things in horror. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I know about meta-horror. It's is stranger than Wes Craven's New Nightmare. Yeah. Because that's quite straightforward. Definitely. Obviously, hey, it's got Freddy Krueger in it in the real world, but, or, oh, it's a thing that looks a lot like Freddy Krueger. That's not Freddy Krueger in the real world. That's the point of that film. But, hey. So, okay, we're about,
1: we're a little over- a third of the way through this movie and everyone is definitely drugged at this point because oh he's in that room he hands him the puzzle box he's like hey Adam made this with his own hands just like in the game that you guys love playing so much and then Mm. it stabs him right where he was holding it yeah so he's wrong now
0: and it, but like he might have made that he must have made that box because he no that's because that's not the box he's got at the end which his son also yeah. made. but it's also isn't like a trick box because it's full of gears and like cogs and mad shit yeah
1: well may- so maybe it's not just an empty maybe box. it's a box that only stabs but then him dropping and all those gears is just part of the it's part of the trip oh because he's he's tripping instantly yeah. because pinhead's there yeah. straight off yeah so I, I don't know, but when he dropped that box and it just like collapsed into gears, I was like, oh fuck, that's, that's
0: crazy. He's, he succumbs the quickest. But if we take this to be literal and there's, the, there's no other explanation for it that he does drug him in this upstairs room, he gets that guy through this party and out <laughs> into the ground yeah. in a coffin. Later on, we see him single-handedly put a coffin with a person in it into the yeah. ground. I'm like, this fucker's strong. Dragon strength. <laughs> <laughs> so, so uh, either the, he paid people off and they're like well this weird old guy but we're having a great old time i don't care what he does or maybe he like pitched him out of a window yeah he <laughs> oh, He's going he's to like sweeney todd and he picked up to later. D- drop <laughs> <laughs> Um, and not for the first time uh, today, and I can't remember why I was going to. I was thinking of um, Terminator: The Sarah Connor Chronicles, a vastly underrated series. Oh, it's because Dean Winters is in it. and He's also in Hellseeker. Uh, there's what, one of the characters in it is a Terminator played by Summer Glau. Uh, at one point, they need to get her out of a building fast, so they just push her out of a window. Nice, <laughs> because it's not going to da- it's not going to damage her at all. And they go down, pick her up later. Uh, that's that's all the thought I had. But obviously, uh, Jake doesn't have Terminator strength. No,
1: there no, isn't. No.
0: So, alright, so
1: now, uh, now we're in full destructor.
0: crazy world.
1: So I yep. at this point things get crazy and
0: trippy. So And this is the point where the film becomes goof proof for a short while. Yes. Nothing that happens is real, so it doesn't matter. So one thing we got
1: going on is, is douchebag is uh, uh, no one seems to be able to to see him. Like he's he's trying to get a drink and and the bartender won't serve him and no one at the party will talk to him. People are like bumping into him. It's like they can't even see him. Is he a ghost? What's happening? No, everyone hates you because
0: you're a douchebag. Like, well, that's that's his biggest fear, isn't it? That he, but he's a self-imposed loner from a group of kind of outcasts anyway. So he's like a double omega. Yeah. <laughs> like, um, but yeah, stop leaning. But he's at really Leaning into being it. the worst,
1: and maybe people will stop ignoring you. I don't know. Oh, he
0: gets abused, he gets amused by some people just outright fucking on a sofa yeah. who vanish instantly. By the way, they're not <laughs> anywhere to be seen once we get to wide shots. Yeah. Um, blonde girl gets locked in a
1: room magically and can't get out. Like that's 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 going on guess... for a while where she's just stuck in a room. Yeah. Well,
0: she gets locked in two different rooms. The second room, I'm gonna mention it now. I think they might be doing a thing again because that's the attic room. I and mean, it's got that little circular window, but I think that's meant to be representative oh. of the air pipe above her. There you go.
1: Maybe they're actually doing a thing. Because also, I was about to say, mm-hmm. um, we also have other guy who's not Henry Cavill. He he mm-hmm. he's uh he's trying to hook up with this girl
0: on the dance floor, and he drops his inhaler. <laughs> Oh yeah, and we get a temple, some temple of doom shenanigans where people are kicking the inhaler about. And he's crawling on the yeah, floor to get yeah, it. Yeah, and
1: I was, and I actually just got to the part where he's like uh, trying to get around the gray, the uh, he's trying to get around the uh, railing to try to get to this, and the railing there's a circle. Oh, so
0: look at them, kind of trying. Oh, fucking artistic shit! Look at More them done, putting in a Boater. little bit
1: of effort in this movie. <laughs> I mean, set designers generally are the people that are putting in some effort because that's their job. Agreed. Like, even if no one else is, like, their whole thing is putting in effort. So, you know, I get it. Um, but yeah, he's fucking this this inhaler, like, gets kicked across the dance floor, then it goes down a grate and it ends up in the basement, and he's gotta go down all these flights of stairs. I mean, I know it's all an <laughs> illusion, but it's a very funny shenanigan. Um, it is. While 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 he's while he's uh, like having an
0: asthma attack so good. at the same time, it's right? So good.
1: But I'm like this is great I love it I love it
0: it's I mean it's good horror movie you know nonsense logic fun I know there's, there's a bit where he's talking to like three hot girls and he's like just repeating the stuff he's heard in the basement he's like yeah I'm quite, quite an authority on the Leviathan house and then he gets a call from Allison who takes him away from the girls but he doesn't question at all that there comes up Allison on the phone and not yeah <laughs> why are their names programmed into it that doesn't make sense in in or out of logic but never mind but I like, I like that she calls just to check the phone works and then when he goes back they're gone that's i think that's earlier in the film actually because here is where actually he's actually sort of glommed onto someone it's pretty good. So he gets down into that basement. Um He's the one guy who doesn't get any illusion sex. Yeah, it's true. One get one gets a fantasy blowy and the other one <laughs> goes all
1: the way. Okay. Right. So uh yeah, he he he's down in the basement, he finally gets his inhaler, and then he lays down and here comes a pinhead to just cut his head off. Which I'm like, it's kind of a bullshit use of pinhead.
0: It's that when they talk about yeah, Uh, people say in The Lazy Ones Pinhead became a slasher villain he he kind of doesn't but except here he really does because he just swings a big fucking cleaver yeah which again, it's all a
1: drug delusion. Fine, but like, what the? F- I mean, and what we, what we, and again, just to spoil it, we, what we learn is that in actuality, he, uh, he, his, his asthma is what took him out. He died in the coffin from asthma.
0: What is interesting is, oh, you said the party line thing. So I'm guessing they can actually hear all of each other's calls as well, because basically Henry Cavill goes down there later and he finds Derek's decapitated body. Yeah. So there's no reason why he would imagine that. And- unless he had also been fed the same story or the film doesn't make sense. Right. Well two the two options. Yeah. Our Lance Hendrickson's like, and then Pinhead cuts your head off.
1: <laughs> you, can't,
0: you, can't like, breathe, right. you can't breathe because Pinhead's cutting your head off right now. He's running a D and D campaign. Lance <laughs> <laughs> Hamrick is your DM. Oh my god, that's so great. Roll um, well for initiative. Yeah.
1: <laughs> oh, by the way, the other thing we should note, mention is that uh, a douchebag has said that he's meeting a girl here. We're not. We're
0: not. We're never gonna call him Jake, right? He's a yeah. douchebag yeah.
1: forever. He's douchebag. She's blonde girl. Henry Cavill is Henry Cavill. Henry Cavill. <laughs> I mean, I could call him Superman, but I, you
0: know, yeah, yeah I know. Nah. Brand, Brandon Routh is Superman. Come on, don't, let's be real. Um. Uh, of 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 the exist of the available existing people, yes, bang on. Yeah, yeah. I agree. Um also not in a good film. Yeah, yeah absolutely true 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 but he, he did get to have another stab at it later yeah on telly was, yeah and that was great
1: now, yeah, it was. man, uh, talk about a movie that his like wasn't good at the time but holds up even less
0: now with kevin spacey <laughs> oh boy kevin spacey and brian singer yeah yeah it just it's a twofer it's,
1: it's like oh man brandon ralph i feel so bad for you you deserve so much better in life mm. but you know hey although
0: i do i do like um tyler hecklin what i've seen of him on the old- yeah he is he is very good he is very good that's a good show I've only seen I've only seen one episode of Superman and Lois but uh, I, uh because uh, uh, one of it, a bit of it troubled my wife and, uh, uh, it's been hard to make her want to watch any more of it sure sure sure
1: it's it's a it's I, I enjoy that show it's fun I I I like it I liked it kind of early on when it was a teen drama um with like with Superman somehow involved because I mm. thought it was really funny that they were CWing Superman so that it's just a teen drama and that's inherently funny to me but yes so all this shit's going on uh yeah he gets his head chopped off (laughs) donzo now um yeah douchebag is he's secretly there to meet a girl but that he met on the internet which is a real joke for them they're like oh boy you met a girl on the internet weird and uh, they, they're they're all fucking
0: internet weirdos yeah, in this. I you're don't all understand. Weird
1: nerds that are obsessed with the worst video game. Like mm. you went you went to a party for a video game. <laughs> like I'm sorry, you you went to a Halo party. Like get out of here. <laughs> Ugh. So at the cor- at the Cortana house. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, come on. So he he's he's been trying to find this girl, you know, throughout the eve or whatever.
0: Spo- Actually, spoiler the alert: douche, the girl douche. is Lance Hendrickson. Yeah, he's he's been catfished by Lance <laughs> Hendrickson.
1: <laughs> Serves him right. <laughs> like.
0: And by the, he's clearly, b- by the way, been bitching about his friends to Lance Henriksen pretending to be a girl and g- giving him all of his murder ideas. Yes, I love it. Like, the whole, the whole plan has come from this guy without him realising. And he also doesn't notice when he's in the plan himself. It's so funny. It's so funny. <laughs> I've, um, by the way, a Douchebag has just, in my feet, wandered into a room with a round window. <laughs> all right again. nice work nice work and there is that round balcony that everyone looks down as well in the thing but i think that's just a yeah a flash house thing set designer doing a thing
1: um so yeah so at some point uh uh he he oh uh, a foxy lady um shows mm. up on the scene and they fuck and
0: we're led to believe it's the nun from the story earlier Oh, I, th- I well, I think it's played by the same actor. I've just I didn't realize that that was Sister Ursula. Yeah.
1: Well, I don't think we're I don't think we're supposed to realize it until like the morning. I well, I guess whenever
0: the fuck. Because she disappears. Yeah. Well,
1: but her habit and like the crucifix are on, hanging on the bed. Yeah. So that's when he realizes. Wait, that's not my lady. That's the nun. <laughs> it's Valak, the nun. <laughs> Which, by the way, I, there's that new movie coming out about like I don't know exorcism and a nun. I don't remember what it's called. Um, oh right, okay.
0: That when the I saw the trailer when I saw Pearl. Oh yeah, it's um, I I know yeah. the one you mean. I can't remember even. It's like one girl in a yeah. It, she's not in a seminary or something. It's it's a school for exorcists or something like that. But yeah, I know I I do know the one you mean. Yeah, so I I saw the trailer and I I was watching
1: it the whole time. I was like, oh, is this just like another nun movie? Is this like a prequel? Is this how, like... I was like I can't remember there, the, the details of the nun franchise. I know I saw what I thought was a prequel, but I was like, is there another one? Or are we just doing more backstories on nuns? <laughs>
0: well uh, the, the problem is that the nun itself was the prequel to right. the, a bit of the conjuring 2. Right. But
1: okay, there was um, conjuring there 2, is another, and there was a there was a nun, but there, wasn't there another nun movie that was also a prequel to the first nun movie?
0: Uh no. Okay, so it's just there, a is a, okay. there were there were a lot of other because you can't you can't copyright the idea of a nun. Yeah. So there were a lot of other nun based horror films at the time also i think others just called the nun because like you can do that but um there's definitely a new that the nun film in bin greenlit as i recall my main problem with it is that the female leading is played by uh farmiga who's vera farmiga's younger sister who and looks Mm -hmm. a lot like her but younger so i thought are they doing is this going to be uh, young Lorraine oh boy meeting the nun uh, and like she used to she used to like be in rel- and, and obviously no that's not right, what they are right, doing right. and it's too far too far back as well but it, it's a bit where the casting caused me some distraction throughout the entire film night
1: okay so okay I knew that there was something that was that I couldn't figure out that's what it is that's why I was like oh, something a- about this all feels tied together and
0: I couldn't work it out Spe- speaking of Lorraine Warren I can't remember the name of it all of a sudden there's a, a Netflix quote unquote reality show coming up which is people staying in a haunted house type of haunted location but they're staying there for 28 days in a kind of reality TV oh. scenario so they, you don't have them questioning every all the weird shit happening straight away immediately on the first night you're going to get a sort of paranormal activity style build up but at the end it said like based on the theory at the end of the right based on the theories of ed and lorraine warren i was like oh ugh. fuck because to me there are two ed and lorraine warrens there's the fictional ed and lorraine warren from the conjuring mm-hmm. series who i really like yeah. and there's the real ed and lorraine warren who could fuck right absolute
1: off. fucking grifter monsters mm. worst fucking I mean, people dead, but you know like oh terrible like yeah sylvia brown level assholes oh boy hate them hate them Uh, but yeah yeah great great movie characters great movie characters glad they're dead Mm. though glad they're dead um have
0: hard agree so uh okay i came here for a reason i was checking out whether that was the nun was the sexy lady i mean i think that's i think this might be easier to check by going to celebrity movie archive the website of nude scenes i mean she's in here catalina alexandru I'm going to go to a place and find out whether that was her being nude. (laughs) Carry on. So um, Mm -hmm. also around this point... Uh,
1: Henry Cavill. He, so his 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 mass his mass blowjob lady comes back to him <laughs> and says, "Hey, it's your turn to go down." And she starts to like you know pull him away. And the look he gives is a real
0: 2003. Ugh. Yeah, he's like like DJ Khaled Yeah, I'm not doing that. I'm like he doesn't uh, motherfucker. He he does he does he pulls a real Batman. <laughs> I'm like what the fuck? Get- As you know, <sighs> Batman doesn't go down. That's uh, it's well that's well documented science fact. Like I fuck you, fuck you movie. Well, she does a uh, she she does sort of more aggressively move that situation on. Yeah, yeah.
1: So, yeah, she's yeah, they they are aggressively stripping and fucking through the hallways down to the basement. Mm. It's 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 impressive how long they're able to stay on top of each other whilst walking through many hallways. Granted, it's all an illusion, and I do love that Lance Hendrickson points out at the end when he's explaining his evil plan. Um, yeah, you guys, illusion. Uh, you saw things that you didn't want to see. You and there were orgasms. There were orgasms. <laughs> Wait, so like, okay, Lance Hendrickson. So you're just like listening to Henry Cavill like grunting in a in a <laughs> casket. You fucking weirdo.
0: I'm afraid the uh, nude lady database in films just has the uh, that woman as unknown. It mm. <laughs> doesn't attempt to know who that is. So probably is her. Frankly, there's no, if there's no corresponding character of the thing that it could be, then I would say it's Sister Ursula, yeah. or indeed the holy pussy in question, because Jake was the guy that that was being sung to in that scene. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So again, the, oh, well, this movie is deeper than we think. There's so many layers. Yeah, I think it's actually a genuine masterpiece. The longer I talk about it, it's it's fascinating
1: where they put the thought in and where they didn't. Hmm. Um, like many things. But yeah, so uh, she gets him uh, all the way down to the basement. That's not what she meant by going down. Yeah, and then she locks him in the room and. And then he finds his that's friend's actually, dead body.
0: That's actually one of my favorite bit. She shoves him through the door, and then he like puts his hands up like claws and goes, ah, and she just shuts ah. the door in his face. <laughs> <It's pretty good. laughs> and he's like, oh, come on. Great. Yeah, it's what you deserve, Mike. You're a knob, but um, well played. Yeah, so then he's like wandering
1: around because he's like, oh, I've seen all these dumb props before, whatever, and then he's like, oh, look, man, it looks
0: just like my friend. Huh, they even took his clothes. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) that's planning. Weird. Like, it it being the decapitated body of your dead friend is in fact much more plausible. Yeah. (laughs) At this point. Yeah. Unless he was in on the joke. Yeah. And then,
1: like, he's like, oh, no, it's my friend. And then he freaks out because his friend doesn't have a head. And then he finds the jar with this friend's head. But this is mm. all an illusion because he's just buried underground and uh, his friend, like,
0: had an asthma attack. It was a pretty good fake head for the time. Yeah. My main problem with it is that it doesn't, it didn't maintain expression when it was cut off. It gets cut off and he's immediately, like, looking quite sleepy. Truth. As it falls. But he looks fine in the jar, which is where he finds it.
1: Yeah. So uh, then he, like... I. So somehow stumbles back into that uh, meat-hanging hook that he was freaked out by earlier.
0: Yeah, because Henriksen span a tale about there being, because of all the dead bodies or something after one of these things that Sister Ursula was doing, and they used the chain, the hook on a chain on a pulley to get the dead bodies out of there, or something like that. Didn't make a huge amount of sense, but it was clearly planted a seed so that we could test a very rudimentary Superman flying rig. Truth, truth. You believe you believe a man can fly, and you will believe a man can die.
1: You'll believe a man can hang and
0: scream, and uh yeah. it, I mean, we we get a good look at one of the other Cenobites in this, with the the bands around the mouth yeah. and eyes. This is what Ga- this is what Gary Tunnicliffe was doing in the series at this point. He was just creating Cenobites and he presumably had sort of backstories for them or some notion in his head but they they the film doesn't trouble themselves so, itself with any of them Oy. he just thinks what would be cool this would be cool yeah. Yeah, it's fun
1: it's fun um so around this time oh there's also been a whole thing where blonde girl um finally like finally like calls the cops and is like hey my friends we're being tra- trapped and we're oh no mm. these, they're, they're gonna get us and please you gotta help right and so the police show up and then they don't see her in the window and she's like hey, I'm up here and then Tim is just what there like nah just a party I don't know maybe some girls on drugs whatever I'm a dragon <laughs>
0: And it, it was very hard to believe that the, oh, because they they pull this extra weird shit. He's like, hey, the call's actually coming from your phone, cop. So he's like, okay, kids are pranking. So he does, even though he was like they go, well, someone's on drugs here. They still don't insist on looking about the place.
1: Yeah, well, I think that's because there's like an old on, white guy they're in they're charge, and you yeah. know, <laughs> it's just a girl on drugs. Like fuck that shit. Our kids playing pranks, Fine. fuck them. I'd rather not do work. This is a rich white guy.
0: So when I didn't know what I do have a dim memory of not knowing what was happening at this point in the film the first time and I thought this is actually genuinely interesting where she's at a window banging it looking straight at the cop she's talking to on the phone he's like I'm at the window above the veranda he's like and he does say an an astonishingly accurate American accent as I'm sure you'll say I'm looking I'm looking at the window now (laughs) this accent man like it's it's
1: worse later but yeah, yeah it is it is barely there yeah this
0: is. This is Victor Maguire. He's he's a he's a very good comedy and dramatic actor, mm. but he's from Liverpool. He's got a very strong Liverpool accent and this is a thing he can't do. Yeah. yeah. Uh, But he got booked because he was one of the UK casting went over there. Um, People know him from a sitcom here called Bread, which is about a family that didn't have much money. Uh, But also most famously, and I hope you've never heard of this series, because he's he's like the sidekick to the main character in time-travelling bigamist sitcom Goodnight, Sweetheart. Amazing. I have never heard of this, but it's a it's a sitcom from i think the early 90s rather than the late 80s it ran for a while about a man called gary sparrow who one day in an alleyway finds a portal that takes him back to the 1940s during the blitz wow and it's it's stable he can always go back and forth to it and he he meets a barmaid called Phoebe during the war whose husband is away fighting and he just becomes very good friends with her for the first series or so but eventually he starts having relationships with her he gets married to her he's still married in, in the world at large in the present day uh, then they redevelop the site and build some shops there. So he buys the shop that is where the alleyway is and runs a World War t- a World War Two um, memorabilia shop, which is all stuff he just goes back in time and collects and then sells mint from his shop. Amazing! Amazing! it's a, it's a good time I... and he he's got a he's got a sidekick called Ron who has to cover for him when he's late and he has to tell he has to lie to his mate's wife about where he is and things and that's that's Victor Maguire so he's very good uh, but this is this is not the role for him yeah he does better than the other cop by the way who is very clearly local Romanian talent who is heavily dubbed because you very rarely see his mouth move. Oh yeah,
1: yeah. That's a clear and that's it, a, that's like a straight up a Highlander dub situation. Like
0: it's not good. Oh also there is one line um that Victor Maguire's cop says that is also someone else what he says to something he says like oh incidentally and then he goes up to Henry and then another guy goes like what does a guy like you do with a house like this nice <laughs> and he just goes I like I like to party <laughs> <laughs> so I've no idea what the line was before that but it clearly wasn't that because he would have recorded it on set surely nice nice nice
1: so somehow at some point uh blonde girl is able to get out of the house oh yeah because after the cops leave because they can't see her um because it's all an illusion um the door opens and she's able to leave the room and she runs out of the house and into the woods and runs into other cop that's like, yeah, see, I knew something weird was going on here because I'm the I'm the good cop and uh, yeah, I, let me
0: I'll help you. I I'll hate- be glad to help you. I'm gonna assume he was dubbed by a genuine American, but um- yeah. <laughs> Also, he doesn't, yeah, he doesn't sound good. No, no, no. He reminds me of a phenomenon we're getting a lot now. I don't know if you're getting this with advertising in the US or you don't watch much live television. Anyway, we get a lot of adverts now that are clearly designed for pretty much every country in Europe. Hmm. So when people are saying things, you don't, you, you cut away from them and you cut back and maybe they're on the last... Uh, the mouth movement of a thing, ah. so they can dub whatever regional version in whatever language they want over the top Interesting. of it, and uh, keep the same filmed advert without it looking too weird. But it's also unnaturally filmed that it feels weird anyway, and that's what I get from this cop a lot when it comes back and he's just like finishing one last word.
1: I mean, definitely a lot of Highlander when they're shooting in France. um There's a mm. lot, a lot of bad dubbing and a lot of like, yeah, we're we're trying to cut around people's spaces when they're talking cuz they've realized everyone w- has a french accent that's too thick.
0: One of the only memories I had of Highlander and I talked about this at the time that the t- TV show is I'm convinced I saw an episode where there's like a collapse or a cave in or something and there's a pregnant woman in it but she gives birth while wearing jeans. Does this sound familiar to you? I don't Cuz I might have misremembered. I, I mean it's it, it defi- have it, We haven't that. gotten to
1: it yet, so
0: um, I I surely have misremembered that. There's there's, there's you could have had some just a bare knees. You know what I mean. You don't need to see anything. I, but I'm sure they kept jeans on it.
1: Yeah, I don't I don't think that doesn't does not sound familiar. I think I yeah, remember that. So
0: basically, it'll either happen. You'll go, oh fuck, yeah, Chris is right, you know, or it won't happen, and to... you'll realize
1: um, I'm talking shite. It's an amazing show. Amazing show. Like good team change. Absolutely great, great. Um, so yeah, she runs into the cop and's like, Hey, I'll help you. I knew something weird was going on, and cop is immediately stabbed by Pinhead. He gets stabbed through the back of
0: the head, through the mouth, into his radio yeah. by Pinhead.
1: With like a like a like a wooden stake, which is funny to me because yeah, she's got some real Buffy the Vampire Slayer costume vibes, the whole up <laughs> ep- or full movie.
0: That makes it the leather the leather trousers. Yeah. And
1: when Pinhead shows up in this scene, I don't know if it's the lighting or the makeup, but he looks more pale. I mean, not he looks more flesh-toned than, than the general you know, usual white pale.
0: Mm what's weird obviously also you can see the flesh of his of his chest as well which is much pinker than his face which is kind of weird and also you can see the light shining through his left ear so there's a bit of pinkness because of the the blood vessels as well i don't know it's hard to say i I like what they've done with his voice on this one there's a lot of bass Mm -hmm. in it if they had actually put this out in cinemas it would have been quite good over a a system i think that I mean, they, they pitch his voice down anyway. For years I listened to these and I would Im- try to impersonate the voice and I realised they fucking digitally yeah. shift him. Um. But it's like, no. No tears, please. It's a waste of good suffering. But he, obviously he doesn't do that. It's another Liverpudlian, by the way. <laughs> Doug Bradley. But he, he doesn't play it like Victor Maguire did. Um, so yeah, she's running
1: and then she gets a call and it's asshole guy and he's like, hey, hey, are you douche? Are you fucking assholes gonna leave me? Uh I know I'm a douchebag and everyone hates me, but you can't just leave me in this house.
0: Yeah, I know you didn't, I didn't want anything to do with you and I pushed you away, but that didn't mean for you to go away. And she's like, oh crap, well, I. I, I, I guess
1: I'll go back into the house and get my friend who's not my friend but I don't know I feel I still feel guilty about uh, Adam like uh, dying in it yeah well I guess all right.
0: So, when have we have we had the other the other sort of vision of Adam dying yet? Um, I don't even know. I don't think maybe at some at some point we get a vision of what we assume happened, which is that he dig. He, I think he digs a grave for himself, maybe, but then he pours gasoline all over himself. Yeah, and then using a candle, he sets fire to himself with some CGI flames yeah. of a a quality that could only be seen again in a twenty twenty two quantum bleep revival episode
2: Mm
1: -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. truth
0: truth (laughs) i didn't i didn't mention that in my feedback the cgi fire i should have done it's bad yeah it's not great it's not great but you know tv cgi it's what it is yeah i know but even so like 17 possibly (laughs) 19 years on from the making of this you think there'd have been some advances? Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, we're just past that part, so that just happened. Um, gotcha. So, yeah, she goes back to the house for this fucking douchebag? I don't think so, no. With his, two- with his 2003 hair, because his hair is, is oh, literally boy, yeah, the sure. most 2003 I've ever seen.
0: I've said "oh boy" a lot in this episode. That hasn't been a deliberate quantum leap thing. I just I just end up with these phrases. And I end up saying them a lot, and I don't know where they've come from. This is this seems to be my new one. Apparently, okay. I'm gonna try I'm gonna try and curb that because it's goofy.
1: Yeah, she runs back to the house, and then she's like, "Hey, hey." hey douchebag where are you douchebag and he's like hey blonde girl blonde girl where are you and because they can't hear each other but because they are actually both like buried in the ground and like this is all an illusion Mm. and um he's like in the study with all the creepy stuff and then he's got he hears something and he's gonna stab at it and oh no he stabs blonde girl and she falls down dying dead yeah
0: they spend a long time just wondering about this fucking house until that yeah, happens. Yeah, it's
1: forever. It's forever. And then he gets a phone call and it's blonde girl and she's like where the fuck are you? He's like I just killed you. What? Excuse me? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry? cool and then he's like oh no oh no I just figured out something terrible and she's like alright whatever and then she's like going through some books and then she finds something and she's like oh no oh no I've just revealed something terrible that I'm gonna hold on to and not reveal until later in this film but Mm. something oh no And a thing's afoot. Yeah, and then she's up in the attic, and there's a bunch of round windows. And then uh, she sees uh, Adam like reaching up from a floorboard, all like dead and zombified and whatever. Mm. It's it's fine, you know. We're 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 racing towards the last twenty minutes of a horror movie, so you know
0: shit's happening. I'm, I'm flicking around randomly, I'm like, why is Lance Henriksen laying down on the carpet? I'm just, that's after they've thrown him off the uh, balcony. Yeah, yeah. because uh, finally they
1: get they meet together and they're like, Ah, yeah. this is so crazy, this whole place is fucked up. And then Lance Henriksen's like, that's right, it is fucked up, ha 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 ha. And then she's like, yeah, well you know why it's fucked up? Because you're Adam's dad!
0: His absentee father. Yeah, and he's like, "Yeah, I'm a villain." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I want, I want someone to do that in a film. Going, I've. <laughs> it's great. Like er- the, the closest we've had is in is it in Rise of Skywalker with the Imperial spy. It's General Hux, At one point he takes people aside and just goes, "I'm the spy." <laughs> uh. That's a bad film. Yeah. Um. So, uh, but I would I would say that I'm a I'm a Last Jedi guy. Yeah,
1: because that's because that's a really good movie,
0: and it's it is very good.
1: And for some reason, people listen to idiots on the internet, like no one should ever do. I mean, come on, don't listen to the Goof Troop. Like, science fact.
0: I, I don't, but I'm also extremely rare in not hating Halloween ends. So, <laughs> oh really? People people are angry. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, I, they are.
1: I mean, come on, people. Come on. Come on.
0: If you liked *Friday the 13th Part Five, I think you'll like nice, it. Nice, 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 nice. Um, so yeah,
1: so she does like a cool, like uh, straight up, straight up karate kicks Lance Henderson off a balcony. Yeah. <laughs> which is great, and he immediately does a horror movie villain like get up, like like we're we're Michael yeah. Myers level right here. Like he pops up, and then they're running away, and he's popping up like he's a, yeah he's outside uh, already. Go boo. <laughs> And this is great. Like, I love Lance Center. Like, he's, he's like doing all the cliche horror movie, like, you know, stuff. Popping up, they turn a corner, it's, he's it's, the other way. Like, it's
0: goofy and it's wonderful and I love it. It's kind of amazing he didn't end up with one of these franchise villain roles. He'd have been so good oh, for it. fuck yes. Like, I
1: mean, Lance Hendrickson, I, I don't know if there's any period of time that Lance Hendrickson hasn't had work, which, wonderful, but I just wish yeah. he had more fame as well. I'm sure, like, I, I like to hope to think that Lance Hendrickson has done perfectly well for himself and has enjoyed, I mean, I know he's enjoyed everything he's been in and he's had a good time, yeah. I'm sure, but I just wish he was more famous than he is. Not that he's not, but, you know, he could, he could be more. Yeah. The world doesn't appreciate him enough. <laughs> I agree. So anyway, I've I've got them roaming off and finding the graves now. (laughs) So now they've found the graves.
0: Oh I was like, had I forgotten where that Lance Henriksen surprises him outside by going, boom. No, I hadn't. So That's exactly what he does.
1: I Okay. I, okay. So we're at the graves, which is where it's time to talk about fashion and how 2003 oh. this is. Because, yes, she's wearing the leather pants, uh, like the red top. She's dressed like Buffy the Vampire Slayer. No, no sleeves. sleeves. He is... Got 2003's hair. He's also doing the long sleeve t-shirt, black t-shirt with another, with a short sleeve t-shirt on top of it
0: i have been known to do that but as you can see i've got terrible psoriasis on my arms which i try to keep away from the elements sure, sure. i've got a good reason absolutely and also i don't like just wearing a long sleeve shirt because you could i'm very fat <laughs> my, gut, <laughs> my gut is very visible in a tight long sleeve shirt but if i've got a t-shirt on over that it works sure. like yeah do you
1: think but this dude this this dude is wearing the like the most like oversized like 2003 like he, it's just all the fabric he's just inside at it hiding it's like a little tent that he's living in and it looks <laughs> terrible he looks like trash I hate everything about him <laughs> he's also Me got well. um he's also got the the chain he got the wallet chain or
0: oh no He's uh, either a
1: wallet chain or just one of those weird like hot topic pants that have built-in chains. Gotcha. Or
0: long key yeah. chain.
1: Or, one of those situations. It's a pant that's connected to a chain, and sadly, Pinhead is not the one pulling that chain. He just wore that. Oh. Very good. So uh yeah, so we're here at the graves and
0: Lance Hendrickson's like, Yep, I'm a spooky villain. Also, I'm just looking I'm looking at Hendrickson. he's just like black shirt, long black coat, black trousers. <laughs> cigarette now cigarette i don't know it works for him he he makes it look like a very cool thing to do yeah yeah no
1: um no granted this is all an illusion in their minds so maybe he's not wearing that oh good point yeah
0: you're right he could be dressed like mr blobby we'd never know
1: i uh, Spoiler alert um for about 10 minutes into the future of the movie when we see another lance Hendricks outfit that is
0: not as good Oh boy, I did it again. His, uh, his outfit <laughs> at the end, not that great. Uh. <laughs> yeah, maybe that's the real thing, or perhaps not when he's putting on a fake party so i don't know but yeah now he's gonna explain his evil plan mm. I, I, <laughs> and we've, we've explained his evil plan every yeah. aspect of it he catfished some guy he got some hellraiser tips from him and he built it uh, i mean also he's fucking loaded yeah. clearly yeah. which is his main his main attribute yeah I mean even if the hu- if even if the house is a rental but I think he owns it. I mean it like it, he even if
1: he's just renting it he's still you know paid for this party. He still either built or had someone build a giant rotating fucking cube <laughs> like he, there's a lot of shit that's going on here. He got all these fucking props yeah.
0: and put this weird it, it, drug on them. Yeah. It's a real world drug but it presumably doesn't have these effects. Hey. Uh, yeah, so I
1: there's a lot. There's a lot. And there's, uh, like, a lot of just, like, flashback trying to explain what's going on. And, you know, it's Lance Hendrickson, so, like, fine, whatever.
0: But, yeah, we've
1: yeah. explained, and it barely kind of makes sense if you squint.
0: S- but we, we do then get to the point where this is my favorite bit, where I think it... He does all of the stuff he's going to do pretty quickly once he's got them in the ground and he gives them a few suggestions. And I think he just leaves them to it. Yeah. To think about it. Which is when he goes back in to enjoy his party. So good.
1: (laughs) So good. (laughs) They should have gotten back to him eating like a cheese sandwich or something. I love it. I just love he's just like hanging out at the party.
0: Like, yeah, might as well. Yeah. It's great. It's fucking great. How long did that party go on for? No one found these? Yeah. Like, (laughs) Strange. Is it that no one saw him do it? (laughs) That's (laughs) the thing. Because, like,
1: just because they're... I I mean, maybe the whole party is... I don't know how much of the... Like, how much of the party are they overhearing is part of their, uh, you know, delusion? Mm. Because I assume that's
0: them overhearing a party... I think you could lose a couple of days trying to decipher what was real and what was imagined in this. Man, like, it's it's so wild. We are are talking about things that literally definitely happened within the plot of the thing, which is him drugging these people in various places in that house and getting them out of there into coffins, into the ground, into graves he's dug that evening without anyone noticing what he's doing without knackering himself out, considering he's an old man. So great. It's so great. Um, but yeah, and like... As
1: they're figuring this out, they're like going at the coffins and they're trying, but it's not. They they're realizing that it's all it's not real and that they're actually buried. And oh no, we can't do anything. So yeah, and then Lance Hendrickson is like starting to stab down at blonde girl with the with the shovel. Mm. He's gonna he's gonna kill her in the grave. But oh, but that's not what's happening. What's happening is she's being unburied. It's the cops.
0: They've come to do their job for one time in history and, and rescue someone. <laughs> now what's fascinating here is she imagined this cop Like, she wasn't having a phone call with... She imagined she was having a phone call with cops. This is the guy she saw. And then he shows up at the end, like, it's the fucking Wizard of Oz. It's the same guy. Yeah. Well, you know, I... How did that happen? I mean,
1: again, granting for some movie shenanigans, I mean, the way memory works, if you kind of, you know... Maybe she did talk to a
0: cop, like... She's she's backdated it with this memory. Yeah, in her
1: memory, maybe, she's just put this cop in there now. I mean... I'm justifying something that didn't happen because it's a stupid movie, but you know, understood. I I I'll, I, I don't I don't, I wouldn't put that on my goofs if I was an
0: IMDb contributor. N- oh God. Right? No. <laughs> I don't know if there's more than one goof. I'm sure there is, but um, the X-ray function on Amazon Prime only showed me that one. Uh, so yeah, she's she's um, they rescue her and uh,
1: douchebag uh, as well. Oh so,
0: yeah, some something
1: even wild is about to happen.
0: <laughs> yeah, if you recall. Yeah.
1: So, uh, hurrah, they lived, and they're so happy to see each other and be alive together and... And to see their dead
0: pals. Yeah. 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 Because well, we, well, we did make it clear, and we were like, uh, Alison died in the coffin because she thought she was having a sore going to her neck, so she was grabbing at her neck and gouged her own throat out with her fingernails. Guy actually did have an asthma attack in the coffin, and coughed up his scrambled eggs all over his face. Cause <laughs> and, <laughs> and Henry then Cavill... Cavill just died of died fright. Of, uh, simple fright. fright. After having an orgasm
1: in a coffin, <laughs>
0: like <laughs> it's
1: it's it, it, like it is a ver- like, like
0: it's a wildly embarrassing uh, oh, way to go for Henry Cavill's character. <laughs> but it's, it's again an example of how an actor can sell a line because is something uh, uh, this isn't bang on word perfect with something that died of plain good old fall down dead fear <laughs> something yeah. like that. And he just sounds fucking great oh, when yeah, he says yeah. it.
1: He's great. He's great
0: love it love it so uh yeah and how did the
1: cops how did the cops find them oh Brad? Well, uh, so, someone called someone called from inside the house the calls coming from inside the house that's a different film and uh, she looks up and <laughs> it's, it's it's the ghost
0: of adam in the window <laughs> adam ghost called the police
1: <laughs> like <laughs> i mean
0: so dumb it's so
1: dumb <laughs> like
0: i fuck it like,
1: weird hey I I just wanted to spite my dad one time and uh, save two of you. Only two of you. But but also days later. Yeah, days later, (laughs) I wanted to save the girl I was dating and our our douchebag friend who became more of a douchebag after I died. Honestly, when I was friends with him, he wasn't that much of a douchebag. I mean, you could kind of tell, but he wasn't that big of a douchebag. Like, honestly, yeah, he was, was holding back. I, I
0: really, I should have saved someone back else. The I, if, I
1: if I could only choose to save two, he wouldn't have been my first choice. But yeah, it's what happened.
0: Goodbye. <laughs> and he fades out. <laughs> so dumb. How did he use the phone? <sighs> Ghost Nokia. Uh, yeah. All, All right. right. I also imagine American listeners hearing me say Nokia the whole time. Getting it's Nokia. <laughs> we have such
1: we have such tournaments to show you. Um, but by the way, you get uh you get uh, one free phone call, um, yeah. and you can save uh two people.
0: But that's 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 it. That's it. Well, i th- I think he avoided the whole hell thing I think he just died I don't
1: know. became a ghost know. briefly when, when he was digging that hole and then pouring gas on himself we we did we we saw the fucking puzzle
0: box um, electricity was going off mm. so oh you're right who knows the effects are slightly better in this one than a, a couple of the previous yeah now, uh, box openings he, with lights coming out. Did he out. sell
1: himself on fire and die before Pinhead could snatch him up in a, in a Hellraiser deader
0: fashion where you out the way, scheme the Cenobites by killing yourself first? This and Dedder came out the same year, yeah. by the way. One was in, like, July and one in September. That's wild. Maybe Duke. I mean, two Hellraisers featuring two of my
1: favorite people, Carrie Warr and Lance Henriksen, I mean.
0: Mm, if only they could have
1: uh-huh. combined the two. Man, that would be my favorite movie. Like they, They've they, surely been in a movie together, right? Whole- like, those are two people that have definitely been in a movie together. I'll look into it later. That's I mean, they're two people that are just in movies like that. Like, odds are, definitely. Um, and that's my favorite movie now. I want to say for the record, I, think I want to say for the people... record, not knowing what this movie is, it's my favorite movie. <laughs> nice. Oh,
0: boy. Oh, boy. <laughs> I don't know why this is reminding me, but I sometimes watch things like Jason X or the uh, the Chucky TV show. I'd mm. like, Lexa Doig <laughs> shows up, who's one of those people from, one of those Canadian people from things. She in Farscape? No. Oh it's embarrassing. I'm not even going to try and run down all the list of various different sci-fi shows she could have been in. But it's one of them. Nice. Well done. I'm a I'm a great 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 podcast guest. Solid solid work. Always prepared. I I don't know if you've seen the Chucky TV I show. Have not. It's good but uh, the thing about it with the chucky series is it has never a, 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 that mark hamill remake one doesn't count as its own thing it has never rebooted its continuity so over the years chucky's continuity has got very confusing and it's great I, I think that that may be that may be a
1: future future halloween situation for me because i realized i've only seen the first three child's play movies and well, and, and the remake, and the remake.
0: So you a slight hint of the madness that is the continuity in the second series, if you'd like. Oh yeah, oh yeah. There's multiple Chuckies. Nice. Uh, Jennifer Tilly, the actress, has been possessed by um, <laughs> Charles Lee Ray's old girlfriend, who liked Jennifer Tilly, amazing, and was formerly also a living doll voiced by Jennifer Tilly. And uh, Chucky is also occasionally possessing the body of a young woman played by Brad Dourif's daughter, Fiona Dourif. Amazing. (laughs) Uh, And in series one, she plays Brad Dourif's character in flashbacks wearing like a fake chin. And that sounds stupid, but it works really well because she looks a lot like him, but in a way that works. Nice, 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 nice.
1: And by the way, friends, my favorite movie is the movie Boulevard. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> um, whoa, okay, um, a street prostitute takes in an abused young woman on the run for her misogynist boyfriend, leading to both phasing off against the prostitute's dreaded pimp and a relentless police <laughs> detective. Mm, I think I know who that is. A,
0: which one is Carrie Kariwara and oh. is Lance Harris Oh, just the wait pimp. for it.
1: Uh, a relentless police detective out to arrest all of them. Um, mm. starring Raydon Chong. Oh. Um, and Carrie War, Lou Diamond Phillips, Lance Hendrickson, um, <laughs> <laughs> who else we got? Greg Campbell, that name sounds familiar. Um anybody else here? Not to be confused with Glenn Campbell. Uh, I don't I don't recognize any of these other people. Greg who are you? He's playing Coco. Uh Not to be confused with Greg Brady. He's a guy that's just I he's got one of those faces, I think. He's not in that much, so but Boulevard, 1994
0: Oh, it's a, an all-female writer-director team Or at least all-female named I've watched enough Italian films to know that That doesn't necessarily mean you're actually getting A, a female writer and director okay, I'll take it, that sounds like a movie I love some R- Radon Chung, that works
1: That works. right
0: Campbell is familiar, isn't yeah. he? Fucking hell yeah. Oh, and then my Has got character actor written all over him Oh, um, <laughs> Marsha Bennett, who is in Season 2 of the Chucky TV series Nice on the boulevard, survival is the only rule. Three dot ellipsis, though. Brad approved. Nice, nice. Okay, so we cut to a cheap rundown uh, motel because
1: yeah. Lance Henderson spent Some all this money. time
0: later. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Throwing one fucking wild party. Yeah. All right. And also, the cop, yeah, I think we mentioned it, but cop said, yeah, it's, you were down there for days, so uh, wild. Lance Henderson is drinking like a straight up bottle of vodka in this shitty fucking hotel room wearing like the worst... Like polo ever like it's just a he's a sad old man wearing a Harrison Ford earring like
0: <laughs> yes I mean he, he is wearing the earring the whole yeah week, yeah but suddenly it doesn't it doesn't work anymore yeah he's like looking at a photo of his dead kid and then he has that other photo right of douchebag yeah, and, his yeah dead he kid, like a, and he folds it over because yeah, he doesn't want to look at douchebag and he folds but he folds it over and then he puts the picture of his dead son over the picture of his dead. son on the other picture I'm like dude he was already in that picture you don't need to yeah. do this
1: I think it's like one of those situations like he was a deadbeat dad like they got after the divorce like he didn't see his kid yeah. so he hasn't even seen his kid since he was like 11 so fuck you like shitty dad
0: like well his friends didn't believe he existed yeah <laughs>
1: Yeah, Um, but yeah, he looks like he just looks terrible. He's not even wearing shoes, like gross. You're just you're in a hotel. You're in a fucking a shitty motel. Motel, like without shoes on. Get the fuck out of here. That's disgusting.
0: Ugh. Oh, he's had he's had he's had a good few smokes as well. (laughs) Cutting
1: by that ashtray. Like all like you're in a in a smoking motel room. No shoes. Like shittiest like long sleeve polo. Like. I mean, that is is about to be the least of
0: his problems.
1: I mean, I know, because you're going to put him out of his misery. Um, And then he pulls out the...
0: Believe you, I'm doing you a favor. This
1: is for everyone's
0: benefit. (laughs) Um, It's- it's better this way. (laughs) (laughs) Honestly, honestly. Sometimes dead is better.
1: They weren't gonna get the cigarette smell out of here anyway. This is better for everyone. The insurance can take (laughs) care of this. Our boy, shoeless, gross Lance Hendrickson, (laughs) is just playing with the box that his son made, because apparently his son, you know, he, he did make that very special puzzle box. And uh, Lance Anderson's going to play with it, because I guess he hasn't to this point?
0: So, was the idea? I think it's the idea it was built to, like, Le Marchand's design or his specifications or according to his theories and the theories of and Lorraine Warren or something like mm-hmm, that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And the theories on that uh, website <laughs> video game
1: that everyone loves to play yeah. in this world. Hell, hellworld.com. So dumb. And all of a sudden, we get some electricity, and that box opens up.
0: Mm, it's good times
1: and who pops out oh we got three of our favorite cenobites
0: oh you the chattery chattery bloke yeah not quite chatterer you're right he's not quite chatterer He is a very toothy cenobite but is he not the guy that hemry cavill had the mask of at the top I believe of the film so, yeah so that's weird in and of itself <laughs> If this is a real guy, not from the mythos. The, oh, God. I mean... I'd, I'd almost got my head around listen, it. Listen,
1: the video game is based off of myths and legends that are actually true. Yeah. Very, very accurate in this video game.
0: <laughs> and uh, but, but amazingly, they hired a voice actor for the lead Cenobite, a.k.a. Pinhead, who sounds exactly like the real mm-hmm, Pinhead. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: And uh, Lancer, I love Lancer, Lancer isn't freaking out, he's just like, he's just like rubbing his face like, fuck, this shit isn't real, this is a stupid game, like, the fuck is this?
0: Yeah, I need, I need to, I need to wake up, I need to wake oh. up, which is an important line for the yeah, payoff. Yeah. The bad, the bad, bad oh. payoff. Uh, these two Cenobite mates step ahead with, like, curved blades attached to chains, and one goes, and the other goes, and they, they... Quadrasect him, <laughs> or whatever. There's two slices that go all the way through his body, and he collapses into into several chunks it's, on the it, floor like, with the bad CG blood extension.
1: It's one of those effects that, like, we at this point, we've all seen a million times, somebody getting sliced up and then slowly falling apart into chunks. But it's always yeah. great. It's always fucking great.
0: In that first uh, Resident Evil movie, mm-hmm. and... I know, I know there's other oh, yeah. examples. So many,
1: but it's great. And it's Lance Henriksen going down, which is always sad, but also an
0: amazing death. But after him wanting to wake up, so you want the bad line, and he goes, How's that for a wake-up call? And that is a series rap on Doug Bradley as Pinhead, everyone. <laughs> no, never to return. Thank you, thank Although, you.
1: Great job, great job.
0: I tell you what, if they carry on making new ones, I could see him coming back as another, as you know, to suggest that the other, the current pin-headed Cenobite, is not exactly the same character as before. In Hellraiser comics, they've done it. They brought Kirsty back as a pinhead, nice. for instance. Uh, and some have theorized that that's what's going on in this new one as I, well.
1: I kind of thought, like, at one point, um, I will, yeah, well, yeah, we'll jump to it. Um, I actually thought at one point watching this because they they kill off uh, Chatterer, um, you know, in this, and I was kind of thinking as people died, they were gonna become like a version of like Chatterer. Then, so we'd always have like these staple mm. like Cynabites. But, like, maybe different people become that. And, I mean, that's not what they really did, but it's fine.
0: There was a lot of, like, in the original one, you had Pinhead, you had Butterball, the fat yes. guy, Chatterer, who was a kid, as yes. I recall, and the one who was just called Female Cenobite, who had a, a, what the actress <coughs> herself described as a, a throat vagina... And there's, there's certainly a, a bit a bit of that going on in the new one as well. Our sweet heroes, blonde girl and fucking douchebag. A, a, a couple who've become a couple by dint of being the only two survivors. Like, and they might not have become a couple either. I don't even know.
1: Yeah, I don't even think they liked each other before these events. Like, I think even in that group of friends, these two did not talk. <laughs> like I just but now they they are falling in love and they're just there. Hey, listen, he promised he promised her a sunrise and he's going to deliver that like twice over because he also did it like could he kind of woke up like when they broke out. So mm. but they're doing that again, I think, because they probably weren't sure uh, if this was going to be an ending or something. I don't know.
0: Also, because well, basically he points to the the sun while they're driving. But this is a sunset, right? <laughs> it looks like one. Perhaps I'm yeah. wrong. Yeah. She might have noticed the sun had come up if she was the one driving. That's true. She's got a slightly more mid-2000s e-phone.
1: Truth. Um, we're cutting, by the way, um, back to uh, the cops have found the fucking sight of uh, Lance Hendrickson being uh, ripped apart.
0: Oh yeah, I forgot. which is very funny, and it's just there's no there's no Hemrickson chunks as no, I recall. It's just, it's just blood, blood spray sprayed everywhere,
1: literally everywhere, and the puzzle box on the ground, and the cops just looking bewildered, which is standard fare for cops, but you know, <clears throat> but yeah, and they're That's just it. driving around, and yeah, we see that there's we see that box, and then we cut back over to to our young lovers, and they get a call on their phone in the car. And we we look who's who's that in, who's that there in, in the in the rearview mirror?
0: It's Lance Hendrickson. Yeah. he calls them he calls them from hell. He does get the one phone call as you, <laughs> as you already alluded to earlier. Them's the rules.
1: Like afterlife, you get one call, and then he he wait does he reach for it? Yeah, it's, he's the one that reaches for it. We don't see Penhead, do we? No, it's just, it's just Hendrickson. Lance Hendrickson, in just Lance Hendrickson form, he's not a Cenobite, he's just Lance Hendrickson. He just reaches up, grabs the wheel, and tries to pull them off the road one last fucking time from hell.
0: Yeah, and they just rest the wheel away from <laughs> him and he's gone. Oh, uh, uh, he wasted his phone call.
1: He sure did. <laughs> I love the idea, like, his son used his one phone call to save two of his, well, <laughs> one of his friends and an ancillary douchebag, like, to save their lives. <laughs> and his father, like, used his one call to try to
0: undo that shit
1: it's great
0: <laughs> <laughs> fucking boomers like, exactly what seriously
1: <laughs> like it's I mean cats in the cradle like that's <laughs> <laughs> it's such a goodie I love it love it
0: but uh, and that's it and then it, it ends with a bad country rock yeah, song. yeah inexplicably by a band called boss house yeah and it luckily if you're if you're me
1: and you have a a somewhat questionable copy of this um you don't even hear the full song you don't even see the full credits because it cuts off for some reason all right <laughs> but uh, i heard enough to know
0: this song is not correct to be here yeah, I mean I've got quite a wry, wide interest in various kinds of rock and even I'm and I like a bad rock song on the end credits of a horror movie. But even I'm like, this is balls. Yeah. Yeah. So And that is Hellraiser Hellworld. Are you glad that this is the one we oh, do? Oh absolutely. It's I don't know if you were expecting it to be this fun. Yeah, it is. It is. I I, I love how much we've
1: tried to figure it out now, <laughs> because I I thought okay, this is dumb and it's not going to make sense. That's fine. But the more you look into it, the more confusing it becomes. And that's I think that's that gets a gold star for me.
0: It's a wild old time. It's definitely my favorite of the the chunk of movies from number five to number. 10 <laughs> much as i do like judgment as well this is a it's just a very silly mm-hmm. film i don't know quite what they thought they were doing um the very the the weird metafictional aspect to it yeah as well the, it, how it, how it becomes more implausible than new nightmare is absolutely astonishing Truly. But it does. Uh, even Scream doesn't do anything as wacky as this, and Scream has got a series of films within the Scream universe inspired by the events of previous films in the universe. Oi,
1: oi, yeah, this is I, this is bonkers. It's bonkers. <laughs> I like we found all those circle metaphors.
0: <laughs> like, yeah, uh, the, they might be. Uh, maybe we have uh, read that into it, and maybe that wasn't deliberate no, at all.
1: No, because again, set designers, costume designers, they they are. They're people that are putting way too they're 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 the ones putting all the extra work in. If there's if you see something there, that's because they've thought about it, because that's their only fucking job. You know, a writer like has to fucking like they just have to fucking get a story up and they have to make the thing happen. They don't have time for that shit. That's what set designers and costume designers do because that's the only thing they have to worry about.
0: (laughs) Nice. My God. The full moon so um, thank you for having me on Alex sorry you weren't here um, but I'll see you again some other time uh, listeners sorry I know i go on a bit but I, I like things it's a good time we love having you it's a fun time thank you for
1: staying up ridiculously late for us no it's not late it's early it's, it's 5.44 <laughs> oh my god I am, oh boy
0: I took a screenshot of my <laughs> phone by mistake bye um, but yeah Chris where can we find you on the internet what's going on fucking um i i have many projects that are long dormant i uh, not dead but i i don't want to pimp any podcasts because i haven't done anything with it i'm mostly a i'm mostly a composer at the moment actually you'll find my work on various places i i do theme tunes for, for twitch people for podcasts and um my most well-known song for is a song called The Ballad of Sir Clive Sinclair for the Digitizer Channel, with lyrics written by a man called Mr. Biffer. Nice, nice, nice. About About a man who invented computers and things, and then later invented a machine that sucked solid and liquid sewage waste up into his own bowels. That's the point of that song. It's catchy. Love it. Love it.
1: Friends. Um, I just want to give a little solid advice. I mean, uh, there are so many amazing uh, uh, torments and terrors that one can endure uh, in this this realm that we all love called the Internet, filled with our favorite games, filled with all of our favorite Hellworld characters. But if you want to know true torments, I beseech you to use your one phone call and use it to organize an event amongst your closest friends and a quasi-friend douchebag at your local Pancake
2: Pancake
1: Restaurant! Madness. (laughs) Listen, Pancake Restaurants, it's weird.